Welcome, everybody, to episode 190 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today is March 12th, 2015. Our episode is going to be Hotline Miami 2, Ori in the Blind Forest, and then kind of like an indie preview. Yeah. There's a lot of... Indie-centric. Really, yeah, there's a lot of really good indies coming out this year. Uh, some pretty soon. Some have already come out. Some we'll talk about today. But we wanted to give them their due by covering them in their own kind of separate episode. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, anything that anybody have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Anything yes. new? Yes. Um, let me pull up my things here, Daniel. Got my notes all sp- spread out. Uh, let's see. Um, I want to talk a little bit about EA Access. Mm-hmm. I re-upped mm-hmm. uh, for a month. Um, I did play some Hearthstone. Not necessarily new to the podcast or gaming, but new to me. Yeah, kind of kind of new for you. Um. And you said you mentioned Ori in the Blind Forest already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it for me. Okay. I played the first Hotline Miami in preparation for Hotline Miami, too, so I'll talk a little bit about that during what we played. What about you, I Cor? got a couple new things. What do you got? Uh, I played a puzzle platformer called Shiftlings and a Japanese language learning game called Influent. Huh. It was part of the, the Japanese humble week was it the weekly bundle? Yeah. With all the Japanese games. Is that the one with um, the with the kind of bleak, uh basic looking graphics? Is that um, what I'm thinking of? It kinda looks like an old I don't know, it looks kinda sleek. It kinda reminds me of like the Sims a little bit. Okay. Um it's like a first person view. You just walk around a house and learn how to say things. I learned ten Japanese words. Nice. Did you memorize them? I did, but uh, I had to yesterday because I took a little time attack quiz mm. within the game. But I, I, I already can't remember. Half of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know Nagashi is sink. You're too old to learn a new language. Chizu is cheese. Can't teach an old Cory new language. <laughs> <laughs> um, played that, and did I play anything else? I don't think anything new. Okay. What about you, Will? I played a mobile game called Duet. Nice. About it, though, for new things. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's get right into the main topic. Uh, we'll start with Hotline Miami 2, which came out, what, was it Tuesday? Mon- Tuesday. Tuesday it came mm-hmm. out? Tuesday um, at, like, 2 or 1. Yeah, 1 o'clock, of the, one o'clock uh, is when when games unlock on Steam. I was actually Why hoping. Is that? I'm not sure. That's just when they update, like, their store and stuff. So it's when games unlock. If, if it's a, a lot of times if it's a bigger release, it, they'll release at midnight, but. Other than that, it's it's usually one o'clock, one p.m. Uh, Eastern. I should specify it. It would be ten o'clock Pacific. You probably gotta pony up some cash if you want your game to come out at midnight. Probably because I'm sure they have to do special things to get it up and running. I don't know what it, somebody how, has how to, exactly. Somebody works. has to be there at midnight to press the button. Push the button. Yeah, exactly. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Hotline Miami is a top-down actiony uh, murder playground, as I put it. Uh, it's it's a NES looking indie game with bright colors and it's got a banging eighty soundtrack. Uh, made me think, Corey, of the top down parts in the old Robin Hood Prince of Thieves NES game. Yeah, that's a good good comparison. Yeah, it it, it, it controls like that. It plays a little bit like that for the especially for the melee combat. Mm-hmm. Very similar. It's almost like a twin stick shooter with the left stick controlling the character, right stick controlling aim for guns and melee weapons. Uh, clicking the right stick will also lock onto a target, and if you move that, that the stick around, it'll it'll switch which which target you're you're aiming at. Uh, and then basically, you have to go through a level and kill everybody on it. Um, levels are generally mul- generally multi-story buildings that you complete one floor at a time. 
Uh, and it saves after each floor because you die a lot, which is good. Uh, it reminds me in that sense, like Super Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a, almost like a dance, and you got to learn the right steps and right way to take down all the enemies without getting killed. Uh, and some <laughs> levels will take you a long time. I had one that took me like an hour and forty five minutes. Holy shit! I think that was in the first Hotline Miami. I don't think that was two. Um, I was going to say, I think my longest in uh, Hotline Miami 2 was 40 minutes. Yeah, I, mine was about the same, 45. And I've probably played Hotline Miami 2 for maybe eight hours. Nine, I think, I saw as you game type play uh, nine, time. Nine, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was looking every day. <laughs> che- checking up on it. I'm an idiot, so <laughs> I get bored and that's how I take up my time. Gotcha. I, I like to I like to know, too. It, it's good to see how much experience someone has with something. I kept checking to see if any of you had played Ori and the Blind Forest, okay. too. I, I want have, to. I have to reconnect my Steam account to yours. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, that's why I didn't get a chance to play it. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, thoughts on Hotline Miami 2? Uh, Corey, we'll start with you. My thoughts uh, on Hotline Miami 2 aren't much different than my thoughts on Hotline Miami 1. Yeah. It's a very good game. Dan, I like your murder playground description. Yep. Um, I kind of like the combat puzzle description because you're constantly trying to figure out the most effective, or not even the most effective, the the way you can clear the room without dying, Yeah. Uh, which is really sometimes really difficult and frustrating. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I love most about this game is style. The story stuff doesn't really do it for me. You know, a lot of people talk about how the story in this one is superior. Um, I don't really care about it. Yeah, I'm the same um, way. I, I just like going through and, and, and slaughtering people. Yeah, it's that's, supposed to be commentary on violence and media and all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm not, I'm trying to pay attention to the story. I'm just not really picking up on any of it. Yeah. Um, and that's not really why I play the game. I play it for the style and, you know, the sort of frantic fun, mm-hmm. uh, over-the-top violence that I think is a this type of game is a good game to get out of a gaming funk with. Yeah. Very easy to pick up. Very Ta- rap. You know, that's it's like you said, Super Meat Boy, that rapid. You, yep. you, you make an attempt, you fail immediately, you just try it again. Yeah, because uh, know, you, the further you progress in a level, you start to see, like... Uh, and, and figure out your strategy, and and I think that's what's addicting about it is you know you're, you're like oh okay one more try, and if I don't do it I'll I'll give up. But you know you get a little bit farther every time, and you know sometimes you'll screw up right at the beginning, but you'll yep. see what you have to do as you're going along in the level. It's also one of those ones too where uh, <laughs> <laughs> the more times you've done it, you feel like you should be better at it, so you start rushing. Yeah, which leads S- to your frustration Some- even more. Sometimes that helps me though when I, yeah, when I, I, I figure a lot of times I'm too cautious and end up getting myself shot through a window or something and mm. I'm not paying attention. But if I if I rush right in and start bashing heads or whatever, that that helps me a little bit sometimes. Sure, it depends on the level, obviously. Right. Um, the worst is when you have one person left on the floor and they shoot you because yep. you got, like got stuck on a corner trying to run away or something like that that happened to me a lot last night i think there was one guy that kept getting me every time and you know i wouldn't get to the last guy every single time i did the level but he probably killed me five or six times before i finally got him that jerk yeah and like i said you don't get to that every time like you'll you might screw up or someone is in a different place than they usually are Mm-hmm. Um, there's there is a little bit of randomness to it, but for the most part, everyone seems to be in the same spot. Uh, but I wanted to get into in Hotline Miami too. One of the things I like about it is there's a lot more environment variety than there was mm-hmm. in the first one. Uh, the levels are a little bit more colorful. Um, you go to Hawaii, y- yeah. Um, which is I, I don't think I've gotten to Hawaii. I think you I've must home, have. Um, probably. Are, is you go that, there pretty early. Is that the one? Is that the beach? The pier? 
the military guys. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did do that one. I didn't realize yeah. that was in Hawaii. I must miss that. Um, but there's also a little more interactivity with the environment. So, like when you when you shoot a shotgun or or something, it'll blast stuff off shelves and they'll roll around in the level. Or uh, it just makes it feel more uh, I don't know interactive and realistic, I guess. Because obviously, if you're on, you know having a firefight with a bunch of dudes, some random stuff is going to get hit. And just seeing that fly all over the place is it's kind of neat. Sure. There was a store with rotating racks, and when you bumped into them. Uh, it would it would spin around, uh, and then the the pier with the waves and the ocean in the background that was a pretty cool level too, uh, that was different. Uh, but also there's more characters with more character abilities, uh, yes, which is vastly that, different than the first one. Yeah, and that's that's you know the the biggest difference for me and and what I like most about Hotline Miami too over the first one mm-hmm. um, are the different characters and the different things that they do. Yeah, uh, like the one guy whose name happens to be Corey can roll around and dodge bullets and stuff. Yeah, that's a that's a woman. Oh, is there, it? A woman? Yeah, there, there's two women. You can't tell because they're just oh. wearing masks. Okay, uh, but it was that apparently Corey is a woman, and then one of the other ones is a woman. Figures. So. <laughs> Uh, but the the one character that's uh, a tandem, the one guy has a chainsaw and the other yeah. guy has a gun, is a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's tough to get the hang of. It was, it, but it is fun when you when it works. Once you get the hang of it, like it's it's re- works really well because mm-hmm. uh, you you can kill kind of kill people two people at the same time uh, if you aim right. My favorite one though is the guy that can't use weapons; he can only punch. Yeah, and he just punches people to death <laughs> one hit. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. I. Uh, there's that. There's a guy that uses two guns too. There's a guy that dual, dual wields. I just got Uzis, him. Yeah, which is which is fun because you can shoot, you know, both your guns forward, or he can kind of uh, open up and and shoot on either side of him too, mm-hmm. which is like which Boondock is Saints. Yeah, exactly. Which Ooh. is an awesome movie, by the way. Sensual. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's one of the things I like about lo- love about. Hot- I love Hotline Miami too. By the way, I really enjoyed the first one, but I think the second one is just that much of an improvement over the first one. One thing that I really don't like about the second one is I felt like the first one did a better job of letting you know where all the enemies were, kind of. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in the second one, there's too big of an area, and you yeah. you can't tell. Yeah. And I've gotten killed when I just kind of thought it was bullshit. Yeah. Like, I didn't know the guy was there, and I wasn't, like, rushing in there or anything like that. I, I just figured out in Hotline Miami 2 how to move the camera around a little bit. Oh. If you hold the left trigger, it'll scan the camera out oh, further away. Okay. Um, well, and that I might ju- help I, with that. I, I don't know if that was in the first one or not, because I never figured out how to do that. I, I think it was. I, I'm sure it was because um, I, I had the same issue with people like just out of the camera, like shooting me. Yeah, I was getting really annoyed with that. But yeah, if you hold down the left trigger and and with the aiming thing, you can move the camera around so you can okay. see like off into the distance. And I just figured out how to do that. I think last night, even when I was playing, that, I figured out how to do that. That helps to a certain extent. Uh, yeah. But I had the same issue, Eric, and I did know how to move the camera. Um, some of the levels are a lot bigger in mm-hmm. Hotline Miami 2 than they are in the first one. So even though you can move the camera, there is a limit on how far you can go out. Yeah, well, like um, I said, the one... I did get burned the same way. The one on the times. pier has a bunch of guys with Uzis, like, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's really difficult because that's, re- that's, like you said, a really long one. If you don't know they're there uh, or how many of them are there, you gotta, you know, you're going to get blasted. Because really, you can only take two hits and you're dead. Yeah. Which, Pretty much. I thought you could only take one in the first one. There, uh, 
It might have been one. I know there was a character in the first one that could take an extra bullet. Okay. I think that's the one I played as for the most part. Yeah. Uh, because all the characters were based on which ma- or the all the abilities I guess were were based on which mask you wore specifically. And this one you just choose different characters, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, most of the time it ha- it's a predetermined character, but sometimes you get to pick. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, I did find that it's a tad more buggy than the first one, uh, and that could be just because it came out. I had one crash. But I also got, kept getting getting stuck on invisible objects in the environment. Doors, I noticed, were, were an issue. Not as much for me as they were for the uh, AI right. computer players. Right. And actually, um, there were a couple times when I was using the uh, the two-man team with mm-hmm. the chainsaw and the gun. Yeah, and the other guy, the guy with the yeah, gun got stuck. I'd go through a door, and the guy with the gun would get stuck, and I'd be like, what? you son yeah. of a bitch, get over here, you know? Yeah. But... And then you might as well just get yourself killed because yeah. you, you're not having half your half your team there. Right. Yeah, that happened to me a couple times too. Yeah, and running around with that fat chainsaw guy wasn't the best option. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, other than that, I haven't had any crashes. I played for about three hours, almost mm-hmm. three hours mm-hmm. exactly. I haven't had any other bugs besides that. I think my favorite part of the game is the music. Yeah, the music is really good. Oh, man. We, I think it's a lot better in, in 2 than it, than it was in I 1, even. I honestly don't remember a damn thing about 1, yeah. other than I loved it. I wouldn't either, but I just uh, I just played it right. this weekend, so it's um, c- still kind of fresh. Like you guys said, I could care less about the story. There, yep. it, I don't have any interest in tracking what's going on or trying to figure it out. It's so out there and wacky anyway. Mm-hmm. I just love playing the game, and, like, the gameplay is so good. Yeah. And the music is so good. Like, it gets you, like, pumped up, and it gets intense when you're in the in these uh, rooms going into battle and just trying to figure everything out. The yeah. music just adds to that so much, yep. and it's perfect. Yeah. Is there a soundtrack for it? Yeah. I might get it. You can buy the soundtrack. It's pretty damn good. I, that's one that good. I would listen to, like, just sitting around. Yeah, they, they had... Uh, uh, special editions of Hotline Miami 2 that you could get a vinyl. Well, of, Dan, why didn't you buy us that, that one? I think it's expensive. <laughs> okay. I think it's like 70 bucks or something like that. It's it's a little pricey. Fair enough. Does it have that hippie dude on the cover of the vinyl? I don't know. I never I never ended up seeing it, but I know there is vinyls available with special editions of Hotline Miami 2. It also was banned in Australia from sale. Yeah, and uh, did you see that the developer told people to go pirate it? Yeah, pirate it. Yeah, <laughs> which I love. I also saw someone ha- someone was able to get it through the humble store. Oh, so there is ways around that, but it, I guess it's not available for like general sale. Like maybe maybe not on Steam or anything like that, but. Yeah, you can get it from the Humble Store. Probably DRM-free places you could get it, like GOG. Cool. Um, so that's that's unfortunate because it, it is a really good game. And uh, I read somewhere it's like, you know, why, why do you want to censor what your adults are able to play, you know? Uh, the adults ne- the I will never understand that. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're, not, you're not doing anybody any good. For, I'll for never that. understand it no matter what. Yeah. So uh, that's Hotline Miami Two in a nutshell. Uh, I think we can all recommend it. I absolutely love it. It's it's nobody fantastic. beat it. Nobody beat it. No. Okay. I guess it's a little bit longer than Hotline Miami One, which some people didn't like. But um, I, you know, for me, it's more of a good thing. If you ask me. Yeah. I mean, I could enjoy this game for a good ten hours. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it needs to be too much longer than that. But. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, the how long to beat for the first one was like five hours, but it took me almost nine. Did so it? It'll probably yeah, because I, I not very good. Um, so this one probably will take. I'm gonna guess longer. They meant it's gonna be like eight or nine hours. Do you know about how many chapters? No. 
Do you know what one you're on by, roughly? I want to say 11 or 12. I feel like I'm on 11 or 12. Maybe. I've only played three hours. Yeah. You might just be a lot better at it than I am. Corey (laughs) has always said, I had that natural video game talent. Yes, you do. (laughs) It's in your blood. It's in the bloodstream. I don't know, maybe. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. What a great game. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's also, if anybody's wondering, uh, I had somebody ask me this, you don't need to start with the first one. No. If you want to jump right into the second one. If you're interested in the story, look it up on YouTube. Have somebody explain it to you. The only benefit I think I I got from it was I I feel like Hotline Miami 2 is a little harder, and playing the first one I think prepped me a little bit for that. I haven't gotten too frustrated, I don't think. I had one level that took me a really long time. Oh, well, I guess that was in the first one. But uh, the second one, like Corey said, one t- one of the levels took me about 45 minutes to complete. It tells you at the end, right? Yep. I How think long the longest total? I've had is around 20 minutes so far. That's pretty good. But. That plays into your score, too, which we should mention that you get a, you get scored at the end of every level, and it's based on how fast you do it. Uh, it's like a – there's like style points almost. It's mobility, and yeah. I forget what the other things they – Flexibility flexibility um i don't know what else but they they score you at the end of it for those people that like that extra challenge of trying to get an a plus or whatever the best you can get yeah is i mostly got the same grades that i got in school like d minus c uh, same here dan i think i think i got one b plus and that was it i don't think i've gotten over c plus yet okay so just like school you're right So that's uh, Hotline Miami 2. Eric, you want to talk about Ori in the Blind Forest? Yeah, honestly, I didn't play. Um, I played it for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on just a second. Pull up my note here. Yeah, um, I this game made me think that I need to stop looking at reviews before I play games because I get my expectations one way or another. Uh-huh. So I think that like I went into Ori in the Blind Forest expecting to be blown away. And I really wasn't. Okay. Like, I don't want it to sound like I didn't like it, because I do like it. It's, right. it's a really good game. Like, off of the hour and a half I played, if you asked me for a score, I'd give it, like, an 8 out of 10 uh-huh. right now. Um, I don't know. It's... The best thing about this game is definitely the way it looks. Yeah. And the music and the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. Um, this is... And I should say, it's developed by Moon Studios, published by Microsoft. This is for Xbox One and PC. Mm-hmm. Did it come out for 360? I, I wrote know. here that it... Oh, you know what? I think it's coming out for 360 at some point. Okay, later. Or at least at one point it was supposed to. I don't know if it's going to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a 2D platforming adventure game. Um, like I said, it, the the colors and just the world that you're in and exploring that world is the best part of this game mm-hmm. for me. Um, it does handle really well. Um, it's very difficult. It made me wonder, because I never played Super Meat Boy... How much it compared to Super Meat Boy because it's got like this, lo- the endless wall jumping. Yeah, it looks similar to that, and I thought that from the the brief videos that I've seen that, right. that it, it might play similarly to Super Meat Boy. Yeah, uh, so I'll be interested to hear what you think about it, Dan. Mm-hmm. I think you'll really like it. Yeah, uh, actually, I think Corey would really like it too because it looks pretty. Yeah, yeah, all that. It's got all that stuff going on for it. Um, the opening uh, sequence to it is really sad. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's, and kinda, like, it's that depressing. Brings you right into it, right? It, it does. It did. I think one of the things is this game I should be playing either on a console or with headphones on uh-huh. to bring me into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Something about playing on PC with a game like that where I'm supposed to feel something, I just don't usually. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. I think it might be partially because of my uncomfortable computer chair. 
yeah. and my tailbone just hurts constantly. Yeah. That might be part of it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think playing it on PC may have taken away a little bit for me. Um, it's really kind of a difficult game mm-hmm. and, uh, there are save points around the map, but you have to save up these. I can't remember. I haven't played long enough to remember what all the different like crystals and things that you gather. Cause there's like blue crystals and green crystals and yellow crystals and things like that. Um, I know that the yellow ones that you get, uh, go towards your skill tree and there's actually quite a large skill tree. Um, there's like three different branches that you can go off in. Um, but the blue ones are the ones that you save up. I think they're energy crystals, and that's how you save your game at any point. So if you have an energy crystal, uh, I'm using an Xbox controller on the PC. You just hold down B, mm-hmm. and it will bring up a save point. And at the save point, you can not only save your game, but go to the skill tree. Um, but you, like I said, you die a lot, and when you die, you go back to your last save and it doesn't let you keep any items or anything that you've gotten up to that point. So you really need to be pretty strategic as to where you're putting your saves. Mm-hmm. So that kind of adds a little bit more uh, a level of difficulty to it. Um, because there's there's times, because nowadays that's everything auto-saves like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it. So a lot of times I wasn't thinking about it, and I'd die, and I'd go back, and I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, I, I just, forgot that I didn't get to start right where I died. I just lost 20 minutes of progress. Exactly. So I get that whenever I play like older games too cuz yep. you're so used to like you yep. said the the auto save all the time. It's Right. But it it's but frustrating. I'm not going to take that away from the game. It's me not right. paying attention and being an idiot. Um so that's something that I'll have to get used to. Um yeah, I I don't know. It's a fun game. I I like it. I hope that I get more into it cuz uh-huh. I I don't know. I'm. I don't want to say I'm in a gaming funk right now. I. I feel like I should have just stuck with Hotline Miami and uh, played through that, first. and then gone to Ori. Yeah. Because they're so different. Like I was really enjoying Hotline Miami a lot. Yeah. And then I went over to Ori, and I was. It was just kind of like a different mood. Yeah. They're definitely not two games <laughs> you should be playing at the same time. Gotcha. Um, but that being said, I can definitely see what everybody's draw is to it. It's, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so good to look at. Um, and the music is a, that's another great soundtrack. Like if you, if you like great like soft music to set a mood and atmosphere, um, Ori in the Blind Forest does that very well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've, like I said, I've only played an hour and a half. I don't want to talk about the story at all and spoil it for anybody because it is brand new. Uh, it came out yesterday, actually, so I don't want to get too much into the story nice. um, and what you're doing. But yeah. All right. Well, let's get started with our indie preview, shall we? Oh, oh mama. Yes, we shall, Dan. Um, uh, I'll let you get started, Eric. Okay. Go ahead. No, I just, you know, I got thinking, like, the thing that made me think about doing this along with Hotline Miami was the spring fever sale on PSN mm-hmm. because there's so many good games on it. And I was just like, shit, there are just so many good indies coming out this year. We should really kind of devote some time to... If we have people that listen to us that are in into those indie games, they should know some of the ones that we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll start off. Some of some of these are already out. Ali Ali Two, Welcome to Hollywood, came out on the third. Um, that's developed and published by Roll Seven for PS4 and PS Vita. I played the first Ali Ali, um, s- specifically on my Vita. I never played it on a console. Um, it's really fun. It's just, it's a challenging skateboarding game where you're doing all these tricks and trying to get high scores on uh, doing certain, uh, types of tricks to unlock the next level. Um, I have not played Ali Ali 2 yet. 
It is free on PS Plus, so if you have that, definitely download it because it's another one getting great reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play Ollie Ollie, Dan? No, I'm getting it the cross buy for the 3DS and Wii U. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot that just came out for yeah, Wii U. Yep, uh, I, it's eight ninety nine, I think, on sale. I want to say the first one just came out on Xbox One, also. Okay, so uh, definitely worth a try if you haven't played those games. Mm-hmm. Um, next one is one that I really want to get, but the next two weeks. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Hell Divers. I wanted which, to get this too, by the way. Dude, it looks so good, and I have heard other podcasts just talk so glowingly about it, and it sounds like so much fun. Uh, developed by Arrowhead and published by Sony. It's for PS4, PS3, and Vita. Uh, it's a four-player top-down co-op. It's got that like co-op, but at the same time, competitive thing going on, uh, which, what was the game Corey, Will, and I played? Uh, for three big Dungeon queens. of the Endless? No, 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 the other one. Oh, Try. Gauntlet. Gauntlet? Gauntlet, yeah, the re-release of Gauntlet, the reboot of Gauntlet, whatever it was. It's got that kind of competition thing to it. Um, it's set on a fictional planet called Super Earth. Um, it's a really difficult game, from what I understand. It can get really chaotic. There's friendly fire. So, Ooh. yeah, it's it's got that kind of thing going on. And, like, you can call down turrets... And if you if you put a turret up, the turret will not shoot if it sees you. But like, if there's aliens that you're fighting and they go in the line of fire, and you happen to go into it, the turret will kill you, and just stuff like that. And like somebody can try to save you, but end up actually killing you um, unless they're very careful. So it's got a lot of that going on. And everything can be kind of chaotic. Uh, it's re- it's pretty to look at. That was one of the things I noticed right away. Like I mean, most of these indie games are kind of developed to to be that way. Yeah. Um. But the the thing with the calling in turrets, I think they're called, I want to say they're called stratagems. I might be wrong. But in the in-game play, one of the cool things that you can do is call in um, turrets. You can call in ammo drops. Um, you can call in the pickup ship at the end when you've completed all the tasks. If uh, players have died in your party, you can call in like a, a little pod to revive everybody that has died. But those things take time to do. And it's, it's a combination of your D-pad buttons. Mm-hmm. So it could be left, right, up, left, right, down, something like that. So you kind of have to have the people you're playing with cover you and kind of form a strategy around that. And then it also takes time for them to come in. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about them is if like if you're standing under them, kind of like in Titanfall, how you can kill somebody when your Titan drops oh, yeah. down, it's kind of like that. So if the ammo supply drops and you're under it, you're dead. And you're fucked. Nice. Um yeah, but th- it looks like an awesome like co- couch co-op game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I guess you can set your game that you're playing, like if you're by yourself, you can set it to public so people can actually join in with you and help you. Um, I do want to get this game at some point because it, it sounds amazing and it looks really fun to play. Uh-huh. I want to say it's like a twin-stick shooter. I'm not positive about that. It yeah. is. It yeah, is, if I okay. remember correctly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's definitely one to check out, especially if you ever do coach, couch co-op or if you play with your wife, girlfriend, whatever the case may be. Uh, I think you could probably have some good fun with that one. Uh, the next one that I had is probably the one that I think most people in the gaming industry, at least from what I've listened to, are most excited about is Axiom Verge, uh-huh. made by one dude named Tom Happ. Um, it's for PS4, Vita, and then it's going to be released for Windows PC later. Okay. Um it's 
very much like a Super Metroid or a Contra. It's a sci-fi side-scrolling adventure game. It's got, I guess it kind of like messes with your game like Fez did. Okay. It's got a little of that going on. Um, it's got a lot of big bosses and different types of weapons, but uh, yeah, I, it's very much like a Metroid game. So if you look up the videos for it and you're going to immediately think, oh, that looks like Super Metroid. Mm-hmm. So nice. What is, is Thomas Happ Sid Meier or something? I don't know what Tom Happ is, man. But he's doing it. I tell you what, everybody is really excited, and uh, everybody that's like played it at uh, GDC or whatever conference packs has just come away like glowing things to say about it. So, yeah, that's that's another one to look forward to. I don't know if I'm as excited about that one. I don't know. I'll give it a shot. I like the science fiction side scrolling type of. There's a few. There's a few indie games coming up along those lines that yeah. I'm interested in. I feel like I should play it just because everybody else is saying how great it is. Um, it's like Shatterhand. What's Shatterhand? It's an old crappy NES game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. This is one that I am super excited about, and I think Corey would probably be really into. It's called Titan Souls. This mm-hmm. is out on April 14th. Uh, did I say when? Axiom Verge comes out? I did not. Titan Souls looks awesome, by the way. Yeah, Axiom Verge is March 31st, Okay, so if you're interested in that. Um, Titan Souls is April 14th, and like Dan said, it looks fucking awesome. It, it's really simplistic. Um, developed by Acid Nerve, published by Devolver Digital for PS4, Vita, Linux, Mac, and PC. You have one arrow. It is indestructible. When you shoot it, you have to go retrieve it. Um, one hit kills you, so you only have one hit point. Every battle is a boss fight. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, it made me think of Shadow of Colossus, huh. how that's pretty much all that game was, was you fighting bosses and finding their weak spots and killing them. That's Think that for this game. So each boss, they're called titans. Each titan has a weak spot, and if you hit that weak spot, they're dead. One hit, one kill. So it's kind of fair that way. It's just a little harder for you to hit, hit their weak spot than it is for them to just hit you. Um, but yeah, so each Titan is different, and you have to approach them in a different way and figure out like where you need to hit them. Um, this game looks amazing. Yeah, it does look pretty awesome. And I watched uh, a video today when I was putting my notes together um, from some of the, the developers, and it's such a cool game. Check yeah. it out if, if you're into that. It's supposed to be really difficult, too. So if you're into those challenging games, it's one of those ones where you kind of have to learn the patterns of the, the Titans and figure them out and try it, you know, 10, 20 times before you can do it. Um, so if you're into those challenging games, definitely look into that one. And now some that do not have release dates. I split these up into PS4 and Xbox, even though they're coming out for multiple things, a lot of them. A few that do not have official release dates, but they're supposed to come out this year. Um, the Witness, which is developed by Thecla Incorporated and designed by Jonathan Blow. John for, Blow. Yeah. yeah, John Blow for PS4, Windows, and iOS. Uh, this is one I'm really excited about. A puzzle adventure game, first person view. It's just one of those really stylistic, atmospheric type of games. Um, it looks like a modern mist. Yeah, I was going to say, of. it looks like a uh, first person mist. Right. Uh, you know. A little more artsy looking, though. Yeah. Like, a lot more artsy looking. Yeah. Um, so that one should be pretty cool if you're into puzzles. That's probably going to be right up your alley. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is one that I have heard the name a million times, but I didn't know anything about it. Um, it's developed by the Chinese Room and Santa Monica Studios, published by Sony Entertainment uh, for PS4. I guess it was supposed to come out for PC also, but it's now only PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a spiritual successor to Dear Esther, which Corey played. Uh-huh. What's that about? I don't remember. 
It's it's pretty much like interactive story. Okay, you so move same a person thing. around and discover things, and that's it. It sounds like it's going to be pretty much the same here. An open world, uh, story driven exploration game. It's got six main characters, and each of them has their own story. I'm assuming they're going to tie in somehow. Um, yeah, the Tomorrow Children is one that was announced at was it E3 last year or the year before? I think. I think last, last year. I remember seeing something about it last year. Yeah. Really weird looking game. Uh I was really interested in it when I saw it and you haven't heard too much about it since. Um I'm hoping it does come out this year because it's so different. Uh it's developed by Q Games and Japan Studio, published by Sony for PS4 exclusive. Described as a mix of a Minecraft-esque collaborative building, social economics, and a Soviet Union themed post-apocalyptic dystopia. Mm-hmm. So like it's got that like I said, Minecraft building a city back up. You're like a kind of like a pawn to the Russian government or something like that, but you have to build it back up. I don't know. It looks really cool. Yeah. I remember being like, this game looks fucking awesome when I when they announced it. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm still looking forward to. And Rhyme is the last one that I had for PS4 stuff, developed by Tequila Works and published by Sony for PS4, a third-person adventure puzzle game. This is one that I thought was perhaps the best-looking one to me, most appealing to the eye. Uh, the art style is just fucking awesome. That's the one that looks a little bit like Wind Waker, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Looks a lot like Wind Waker. Um, so as far as like Sony games go, those are the ones that I'm really looking forward to. And then... Moving on to Xbox, we already talked about Ori and the Blind Forest. This is one that I just heard about after GDC. It's called Beyond Eyes. It's developed by Tiger Squid and published by Team 17 for Xbox One and PC. Um, they describe it on their website as a gorgeous game where you guide a blind girl through an unfamiliar all-white world, revealing it through touch, scent, and sound. Ah. So it'll be interesting to see how they make that happen. Yeah. It made me think of The Unfinished Swan, yeah. how it's just like a white canvas and you just throw paint around. And it builds the world. I don't know how they're going to do that with uh, just a blind girl wandering around, but it's got potential to be pretty cool. Yeah. It sounds to me. Um, This is the one I'm most looking forward to on Xbox One or PC, whatever I get it for. Cuphead. Cuphead, yeah. Yes. uh, Developed and published by MDHR Studios for Xbox One and PC. You play as a character who has a cup for a head, and it's like a run-and-gun old-style cartoon setting. I didn't know this, but after doing research about where they got the inspiration for the the art style, it came from a 1930s Japanese animated propaganda film. Nice. The animation techniques are very similar to what they used in that. That's cool. It looks like an old like Mickey Mouse cartoon yeah. from like the the 30s or 40s. And the sound is the same too. Okay. Betty um, Boop. Yeah, 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 something like that. So it's the art style is unlike anything I've ever played in a video game, and that's immediately what drew you into oh, it. Oh yeah. Um, I guess this is this is another one that centers around boss fights. Okay. So there's there's more boss battles than there are just like regular little enemies mm-hmm. running around. Um, if you haven't seen anything for that one, definitely look it up because mm-hmm. it just looks amazing. Another one that a lot of people are excited about, especially Mega Man fans, is Mighty Number no. Nine. That's supposed to be coming out in April. Yeah, doesn't have an official April date, but that's the word. I've been looking forward to that one for a while now. Same here. Yeah, uh, developed by. Concept and Inti Creates and published by Concept. Um, this one was funded on 
Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and it's a classic Japanese side-scrolling action evolved and transformed by an all-star team of veteran Mega Man developers, mm-hmm. as it is put on their website. It looks a lot like Mega Man. Yep. So. It looks like a modern-day, graphically, yeah. uh, Mega Man. Pretty much. Also coming out for, like, everything. Uh, that one is coming out for everything. Yeah. Yes. Anything Literally you can think of is it's coming out on. So. 3DS, Vita, it's everything. Yeah. So Ooh, that might be a, a mobile one. I might get that for the 3DS. See, I, I would probably want to get that for my Wii U. I feel oh, because like. well, you can play it on the gamepad too. Yeah, maybe I won't get it for the 3DS because the uh, it, that'll be after Xenoblade Chronicles comes out, mm. and that's going to take up a large chunk of my uh, 3DS time. So sure. Yeah, I don't know. That one feels like Wii U to me. Yeah, I don't know why. It just does. Um, moving on to Below, which is developed by Capybara Games and published by Microsoft for Xbox One and PC. Uh, this is a roguelike top-down adventure game set in a mysterious world. Uh, this one is supposed to be really difficult. It has permadeath, which is interesting. Um, and they describe the combat as brutal but fair. So it's, from what I could gather from reading the description, it sounds like it's a Dark Souls kind of thing where as long as you don't fuck around and you kind of know what you're doing and you're careful, Mm -hmm. you should be okay. But if you just go in there and try to rush in, you're just going to die. Yeah, it looks cool too. Yeah, it's it's got a really cool art style to it. Um, I didn't quite know how to describe it, so I didn't. Yeah, it's... Look at it for yourself. Yeah, kind of plain looking. Yeah, it's minimalistic for sure. Is this the one that was made by the guys that made Limbo? Capybara? No. Um, Capybara the game? Capybara. Capybara did something else, though. I'll know the game if I see it. Yeah. I can't remember. Because I know they had something coming out, didn't they? No, it was pl- it was Play Dead that did Limbo. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're coming out with something new. Yeah, and I couldn't remember what it was. But Capybara, I, f- I feel like, did something else. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. But below, Below's looking pretty cool. And the last one, I didn't realize that this was something that Xbox One is doing through their Idea Xbox uh, indie program, but Smite was listed on there, uh-huh. so I put it on there. Um, that just came out on Alpha for Xbox One. I check my email every fucking day, and I have Nothing. not gotten that. Um, I'm also hoping that somebody's going to send me a code on uh, Facebook and the Podcast Unlocked group, because oh, people go. do throw them around in there. Um, so I've got my fingers crossed for that. Um, anyway, it's de- developed and published by High Res Studios for Xbox One and PC. It's already out on PC. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it the other day. I have not played it yet. Uh, it's a third-person, free-to-play, 5v5 MOBA. Um, if you don't know about MOBAs at this point, you're living under a rock mm-hmm. as a gamer. Yep. Um, but yeah, you play as a god in a mythical setting. I guess that that and the third-person setting is what sets us apart from the other ones. Mm-hmm. Have you played this at all, Will? I have PC? not. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting to get a uh, Xbox code. Yeah. I know, Corey, you watched some Smite streaming, right? Sure did. Good stuff. I think watched you enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. Are you interested in it at all? Um, I'll probably play it at some point. Okay. But, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's it's a little bit... Yeah, I think if I'm going to play one of these kinds of games, it's still going to be Heroes of the Storm, just because it seems easier. Yeah. MOBAs are daunting. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Not Heroes. Not heroes. <laughs> well, that's Blizzard's Jump in. Uh, business model in yeah. a nutshell. Sure. Yeah. So those are the, those are the ones that I picked out. Uh, that I did not include No Man's Sky. Yeah. We've talked to it at death at this point. But yes, we have. That's the one I'm most looking forward to. But I've, anyway, I've got a couple here to talk about. Uh, the first one being Firewatch. 
uh, developed by Campo Santo for PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, you've probably seen seen screenshots around for this one. It's the one. Uh, it's just a tower in the woods, and it's like a reddish background. Uh, in Firewatch, you play as a man named Henry who has retreated from his messy life to work as a fire lookout in the Wyoming wilderness, perched high atop a mountain. It's your job to look for smoke and keep the wilderness safe. And especially hot, dry summer has everyone on edge. Your supervisor, a woman named Delilah, is available to you at all times over a small handheld radio and is your only contact with the world you've left behind. But when something strange draws you out of your lookout tower and onto the world, into the world, you'll explore a wild and unknown environment, facing questions and making interpersonal choices that can build or destroy the only mean- meaningful relationship you have. Uh, it's got a very red-looking art style. Uh, very beautiful. Yeah, ki- kind of mil- minimalistic, but also detailed. Which is kind of weird. I was going to say, um, I remember seeing this game. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are really looking forward to it, really loved it. Um, so I'm excited for, for Firewatch. It looks looks neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hyperlight Drifter, developed by Heart Machine. It's coming for out for PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Vita, Wii U, and Oya. Uh, mm. You explore a beautiful, vast, and ruined world riddled with unknown dangers and lost technologies inspired by nightmares and dreams alike. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter is a 2D action RPG in the vein of the best 8-bit and 16-bit classics with modernized mechanics and designs on a much grander scale. So, Cool. Hyperlight Drifter is also looking good. There's a, a, another indie I couldn't come up with the name. I, I did my notes like literally right before the show started. It's uh, the new one that did the new game from the developers of Contrast. Oh. Uh, Corey, would you look up the name of it? Because I sure. wanted to cover it because it sounded awesome, and I I could not remember the name of it. Something like Smiling something or other. It sounds really creepy, too, and I wanted to cover it, but like you said, I just ran out Compulsion of it. Games? Yeah, I guess. From Focus Home Interactive? Uh, no, it's it's the developer of Contrast. It's their new game. Contrast is a puzzle-based platform-style video game developed by Compulsion Games for Microsoft Windows, yeah. PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Yeah. Them. I couldn't remember the name of the developer. Of course. Contrast was okay, right? Contrast was okay, yeah. Hmm. Looked a lot nicer than it played type of thing, but their yeah. their new game sounds really awesome. I wanted to, I wanted to give it its, its due. It's a, I guess it's a game where I think it's first person uh, and everyone in the world is drugged up to be happy. <laughs> uh, and apparently, you know, di- di- I guess different, different things happen in that. But um, you got to kind of blend in with the world, with, with other people. And if you do certain things around certain people, I guess they'll, they'll flip their lid huh. uh, on you. Uh, it seems really neat. That's awesome. They, but the there's like a they wear like it looks like a creepy mask. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. I can't, I can't for the life of me think of the name of it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called either. No luck, Corey. Just a second. <laughs> happy few. Happy few. That's it. Yep. <laughs> That's a Introducing title. we happy few. Yeah, we happy we few. We happy few. Yep. Yeah. I was confused what you were asking me. I thought you were asking me the name of the developer, not the name of the game. No, I, yeah, I wanted to know the name of their new game. Sorry. So that's one to keep one to keep an eye on too. It seems like it's going to be really, really neat. Um, creepy, creepy is all get out too. So, uh, and that's all I got. Corey, Will, do you guys have anything you wanted to wanted to cover? 
I don't think so. No. There's a few more indie games out there too. Uh, like Dragon Fin Soup is one uh, that I really haven't heard anything about. That should be coming out this year. Uh, Anne is another one that should be coming out this year that I haven't really heard anything about that we kind of already covered. So, um, yeah. There's plenty. There's a lot. Plenty yeah. of games coming out. Yeah. So uh, we'll take a quick break and be back with Nibble Bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 190 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in Nibble Bits. Uh, Corey, why don't you get us started with Nibble Bits? Well, I only have one. Let's hear uh, it. Well, one and a half. This War of Mine is coming to iPad. Uh, I think it's a good game for an iPad. It's all point and click. Uh, I think it won our indie game of the year last year. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it did. Deservedly so. Yeah, deservedly so for sure. Uh, Highly recommend it. So if you can get it on iPad, do it to it. Um, And then I have one. I'll just do it now. I was going to talk about it in Roundtable. But um, Kotaku posted the article about this game called Upsilon Circuit. Uh Did you guys see that today? No, I'm I'm uh, familiar with it, though. Yeah, it's the one that if you die, you can never play the game again. Yeah. I read something about that. It's fucking interesting. They only have, least. I think only like eight people can play it at a time too, right? So, it's yeah, it's a fantasy RPG. And the way it works is uh, there are eight people that are specially selected. I'm not sure how that process works. But they divide those eight people into two teams and put them on an online server to play together in the same, play together and against each other in the same world. Um but the audience participates as well, and this is from the press release. It says, each contestant, those are the people actually playing the game, explores the overworld and generated dungeons in search of the Dream Tech crystals. They fight monsters, avoid traps, and compete with the opposing team. When the contestant fights monsters or gets treasure, the experience and other rewards go to the audience. Experience is used collectively by the audience to level up the contestant's skill tree. Simply put, the audience is part dungeon master, part strategist, and part judge and jury. And that game's currently in development. It's sort of like a reality TV of video games, you know? It's a fantastic idea. Yeah, wow. I think it's great. That's I was listening to another podcast. They were talking about this, and uh, they said that's that's like a game that's made for watching on Twitch. Like that's that's yeah. the type of thing that people are gonna people that maybe haven't watched Twitch before will will tune in to watch. You know? Yeah. And I also heard that the the developers for that literally have a cabin in the woods where they go develop the game. So they'll just go isolate themselves in a in a cabin in the woods and, I and, love and develop develop their game like the guy that made NHL '94 exactly like that yeah have you guys seen the movie Frank? Well, who's in it? Um, Michael Fassbender. No, I don't think I've seen it. And then a bunch of no names. No, I don't. I don't know who Michael Fassbender is. It's on I. Netflix, Eric. I think you might really like it. I canceled um, my Netflix. Oh, you did. Yeah, we kind of bounce around between that, Hulu, and Amazon right now. We're on uh, Amazon. Makes sense. Uh, but it's about it's about this this band. They're kind of like a... I don't know, it's like a punky kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this guy named Frank who always wears a helmet. A big, it's like a big <laughs> uh, character helmet. And he never takes it off, even when he showers and stuff like that. But he's a really talented guy. Um, and they go to a cabin in the woods to write their next album. Um, but it's really, really good. I recommend it. I probably would like that. Yeah, that sounds really good. quirky. And the yeah. music in it's really good. Huh. It's really slow paced. They let every scene marinate, which wow. I really like. I'll have to check it out when we get Netflix again. Yep. Write it down. 
That's a good idea. Do you have like a? You should have an Evernote list of I'd, stuff to watch. A, first thing I pulled up. Yep. When you said that. <laughs> yep. Evernote. <laughs> Evernote is fantastic. Yes, it is. But going back to Upsilon Circuit, yeah, Dan, that that was the point I was going to make. Is it's a good way to to merge the Twitch viewer crowd and you know, yeah, remove that barrier between the viewers and the in the actual game. That's fan. I'll uh, I'll tune in for that. That's going to be fant- fantastic uh, watching. I mean, if Twitch plays Pokemon can be wildly successful why yeah. can't something like this yeah something that's a little more focused i guess or refined mm-hmm. or more refined uh experience i guess yep there's another game that does that yeah ties into twitch right is it it's i think it's a horror game is it daylight right. might be daylight that shitty game it d- daylight sucked yeah but I think there is there there is some like some way the the audience participates by sending ghosts or something. There's a game where a horror game. I don't know if it's daylight now that I think about it, but the the audience sends ghosts or whatever jump scares. After you. Yeah, huh? It's a great idea. It is, but I don't I don't know if it's daylight or not. But daylight was terrible. <laughs> Regardless of if uh, was it or not, game blows. Yeah, it does. Okay, uh, that it, Corey. That's it. There was a lot of news this week, but uh, you guys got to it before I did. So oh. there wasn't actually a lot of news. There was it was kind of light on the news. Seemed like it. Meh. Mostly like game delays and stuff. Mm. Which my first one, Uncharted Four, has been delayed to spring of 2016 to make sure the game meets the high expectations of both Naughty Dog as well as fans of the series. So. There's a few other delays. Uh, but my next nibble bit is news just hit me earlier today of a Star Wars standalone movie, which I was completely unaware of. I didn't even know they were talking about it, but apparently that's a thing. It will be called Rogue One and will focus on the characters, uh, on characters and, and stories not seen in the car- core Star Wars films. Uh, also revealed earlier, Star Wars Episode Eight is expected to be in theaters on May 26, 2017. Right. I'm excited for that one because that one's directed by Ryan Johnson. Yep. You're not excited for the uh, for the J.J. Abrams one? I am, but that to me is going to be a little bit more popcorn blockbuster. I think the Ryan Johnson one will be a little more introspective. Okay. Kind of like how um, Empire Strikes Back yeah. was. Good way to put it. Yeah, a little darker, a little... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that they were doing. I mean, I guess that's the benefit of the one benefit of Disney taking over Lucas Films is that uh, there will be standalone stories and 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 more Star Wars stuff. Because uh, one of the more interesting things about Star Wars is the universe mm-hmm. and all, and all the different characters and and things that happen to it uh, outside of the outside of the the straight movies. You know, so that's a that's a benefit. Did you read the that new uh, book came out too, the Heir to the Empire, which is the new the canon, in, I guess. In between, yeah, between episodes five and six, I think. Oh, and it explains a little bit of how Luke Skywalker, why he was able to wield the lightsaber and stuff in the second movie, after just learning in the first movie. You know, gotcha. I was a little more skilled. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then my last one. Apple Watch. Anyone see the announcement for the Apple Watch? No, I didn't, Dan. Uh, the only thing I saw on their whole 
thing was the Apple TV price drop, uh-huh. which I got a little interested in because uh-huh. it has the MLS app. Oh, but uh, isn't the Apple Watch really expensive? Three fifty for the cheapest one. There's t- a ten thousand dollar one. That's what? Who the fuck is? I don't know. I, I besides Kanye. Yeah, I, I don't like the whole thing. I, I was not impressed by the Apple Watch, but I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really douchey thing and anyone who i see wearing one i will immediately dislike i think that was a feeling i got when i saw somebody walk into my place of work google wearing glass. google glasses yeah yeah just a i was like look at this asshole yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. was walking around like his shit yeah. like one everybody see this goofy ass blue block on the side of his face like check me out guys. Yeah. i want to be like you want to check me out? i'm gonna punch you because yeah. nobody here likes you i'll break your google glass yeah. you know how to tell if somebody's watches an apple watch how so don't don't worry they'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah what, what does it do that a phone like... it's just it's a touch screen watch that you can run apps and stuff off of oh you mean... i know somebody that's gonna buy one yeah. guarantee you but my phone does all of that yeah but will when you up you do your system update like i did yesterday it has a new apple watch function on it sweet <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm pumped. You guys are all pumped. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I wanted to see see your you know, opinion. Are you done with your nipple bits? Yeah, we really should talk about uncharted charted a little bit more than we did. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's kind of a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. Um, I'm not pissed off about it at nah. this point. I'm, I'm more on the side that rather than release something that's unfinished or crappy, delay it and and have it come out. And yeah, be good. especially Naughty Dog. And especially with the lousy state of the PS4 exclusives yeah. at this point. Um, it's really got to be very good. It does. Although, I think Bloodborne's going to bring it up yeah. at least a few notches yep. in, a, in a couple weeks here. But, yeah, uh, with all the shit that's gone on with the Master Chief Collection and how bad that was and still continues to be, like, I, Naughty Dog and Sony cannot afford any problems. Yeah, like you said with Uncharted Four, that one's got to be a home run. Mm-hmm. It really—I know we've said this. I feel like for every fucking Sony exclusive, but that one of all of them has to be. Well, and, you know, it, at least with the order, like that was a new—that was a new IP. Like there wasn't a ton of expectation for it, but Uncharted is a beloved series. Yeah, and it's the fourth game in a beloved series. So and the last, last—is it the last one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I I think good for them. And you know what? Uh, a lot of people were saying that they thought this was going to get delayed, and I think it was yeah. good for them to delay it now instead of when it got closer to the fall yeah, and, and kind of like, let people forget about it. Yeah, if it was like September oh, and, they, and they delayed it because it was like – Fall, like, say, holiday, November-ish, yeah. probably. Yeah, if it, it was October or November yeah. and they decided. That was like Watch Dogs. No one heard anything about Watch Dogs. And then, like, two or three weeks before it was supposed mm-hmm. to come out, they're like, oh, sorry, we delayed it until May of next yeah. year or whenever it came out. I, I think Sony handled this correctly. Yep. But uh, Delay it now. Yeah. I, I think I saw a couple people predict that they're going to do an Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 HD they should. package to kind of supplement their fall. Yeah. Again, lack of fall exclusive stuff <laughs> coming <Right>. out, whatever. <laughs> no, they should definitely do that. And then, yeah. you know, for people that are new to the PlayStation uh, 
PlayStation e- uh, ecosystem, games, yeah. games ecosystem, whatever. Uh, it'll give them a chance to play it. You know? I, I want to play them. Yeah, me, me too. I, I played some of the first one. It was fun. Um, I think I would probably start right with the second one. Yeah. Um, if I was to go back, just because I don't know, the first one I didn't. I don't know if it felt like it held up as well. And the second one's supposed to be the best one. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I hope that's what they do. Uh-huh. Sounds good. All right, Eric, you want to hit us with your noble bits? Yeah, I've only got two this week, Dan. Um, Titanfall 2 has been confirmed for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Any thoughts on PS4? Yeah. I don't think, anyone, I don't think anyone's surprised. No. Uh, so. Does anyone care anymore? Like, is the Titanfall... Mystique gone. See, I, I mean, I really like Titanfall. I don't know if I would get it. I would have to see. Yeah. I'll wait till you know, more details come out about it. But, I mean, it was it was good, but not memorable at all. Right. As someone who liked it, though, Dan, would you be excited to see what they do for the second one? I don't know. I, mean, I would I, say a lot of people are in your boat. You know, they yeah. liked it, but it didn't keep their interest very long. No. I'd say more like interested to see what they do. As opposed to yeah, see, maybe see how they change it for the second one. If if they mm-hmm. change it, you know those those games are classic for not really changing all that much. So I think if it's if it's more the same, I probably will stay away. But if they have maybe some more interesting game types, and I still would like to see cross system multiplayer. I think that would be fantastic. That would but be great. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the wait and see approach for it. And, See what they see what they're doing with it. Riz in the chat says that we need Titanfall to succeed to drive Call of Duty to be better. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. I liked the new Call of Duty better than I have um, in recent years. So yeah, I guess that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, and, and it coming out for PS4 is 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 a good thing because you know obviously uh, PS4 was only their only like big shooter was was Call of Duty uh, Evolve now, but Call of Duty because uh, they don't they don't even have. <laughs> I played the Killzone multiplayer for like ten minutes. I think everybody did. Um, you know, Halo ha- or uh, Microsoft has Halo. So. Which do they even have that anymore? Yeah. Well, I, I that that's what I've heard about it. Basically, for most people, it's like that's eh, more Halo. You know, I'm not even excited about Halo Five. Honestly, nope. I'm not either. It sucks. It really does suck because I fucking loved Halo so much. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. don't need to get into that. Yeah, Halo 4 was really good, too. Halo 4 I, was awesome. I mean, I didn't play multiplayer nearly as much as I played. Ha- That's Halo, all I played. <laughs> Halo 3 was was the m- multiplayer that I probably played the most. I played a ton of Halo 3 multiplayer. But, Same here, know. Dan. Anyway. Um, and my last nibble bit, Dan. Uh, PS4 system software update has been announced. And I guess the biggest feature is... Um, Something that they had promised right from the start was a system suspend and resume function like what Xbox has. And it, it is really nice. A good feature on Xbox. I enjoy that one. So that that's cool for PS4. Um, it's going to allow you to do some button remapping. I don't think I'll ever use that, but I guess some people are kind of excited about it. Remote play and share play um, and streaming are going to have a 60 frame per second option. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You'll be able to do 60 or 30. Um, some trophy improvements. I guess every time you get a trophy, it's going to take a screenshot so you can share it if you want to. Um, you're going to be able to share video clips right to Daily Motion with the share button. Is da- we talked about Daily Motion before, didn't we? Yeah. What is that? It's a video sharing site. Okay, like a lesser yeah. lesser known. Yeah. But they started streaming. That's yeah. that's what we talked about. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And it's going to have a Facebook friend search. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> All right, that's it for me. Facebook. Okay, what do you got, Will? More Titanfall news. Um, all the DLC is free to celebrate its one-year anniversary. Yeah, I got it. I did, too. I might actually fire Titanfall up again. Let me know, Dan. To be honest with Fuck you. you. Let me know. <laughs> I almost bought it for five bucks like when it was on sale, and I was yeah. like, I'm never going to play it. But I, if you guys are playing it, I'd love to. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm interested to see how Shit. some of the DLC is. I think it's cool they gave it away for free. Yeah. You don't ever really see What that. about all the people that paid for the season pass? Oh, that sucks for them. I'd be mad. Because well, I, I was this close to buying it. That person has nothing on person that went out and bought an Xbox One when the price went back up and yeah. went right back down like a week later. Yeah. Oh, man. That's who I feel bad for. Yeah, yeah you're right. That Definitely. sucker. <laughs> yeah. I, I went I went and got it because why not? Like like I said, I, I liked Titanfall. It wasn't great by any means, but I watched, actually I saw it. you sign into Origin, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. I, well, I did that to download, re-download Dragon Age okay. also. Um, but I'm also going to re-download. Maybe tonight I'll, I'll re-download uh, Titanfall. Mm-hmm. It's a big game. So 50 gigabytes. Yeah, exactly. I want to download it overnight when I'm not using the internet. So It's a hefty one. Uh, and my next one is that modders are going to be remaking Warcraft 3. Uh, the game is going to be built in the StarCraft 2 engine, and the developers of the project are going to add some new gameplay features, but the saves the original uh, graphical design and balance of the game. Huh. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but I went to try playing Warcraft 3 over the summer and yeah. did not hold up yeah, at all. I, I, that stood out to me as soon as I saw that nibble bit. As soon as I saw the like how everything looked and how slow it felt, like I'm, I'm used to playing like Age of Empires, and like some StarCraft and stuff, so like everything felt slow to me. Yeah, and I know people still play it, which surprises me. But I didn't think it held up, and I saw some gameplay, and it looked like I would be definitely interested in it. I'm sorry, what game was that? Uh, Warcraft Three. Oh, it's the old uh, uh, RTS. Yeah, How yeah, long yeah, yeah. ago did that come out? That was a long time ago. Ooh, I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't I, know. I had Warcraft Three. Yeah, I, I remember playing it a lot. Yeah. And it's got the human faction, the orc faction, the elven, the undead. That game was awesome. That's the game like Sylvanas was from. Yeah. Um and like Arthas who's the the Lich King. So I bet it was like 2003. I was really? say, I was going to guess 2004. July 1st. So yep. That's 12 years ago now. Wow. Almost 12 years. It was an awesome game. Yeah. And it may, it's come kind of bummed out cuz I don't think they're going to do a Warcraft 4 until World of, World of Warcraft is slows down, but that's not happening anytime no. soon. Surprisingly. Well, when are we going to play that? Wow. Yeah. We're not going to play. I'm not going to play Wow. Whenever. <laughs> I was talking to Will. Oh, gotcha. When you're ready. Will oh. is my compatriot. Okay. Blizzard. Gotcha. <laughs> Might as well just go for it. I've played all of their games <laughs> that are on my launcher. So. I got I to knock that and StarCraft 2 off my list. <laughs> I've, I've started one of them. Yeah. Which I'll talk about later. But yeah, that got me excited. Uh, I It looked a lot better, I thought. Yeah. Um, who knows? It's cool that modders can do that, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, makes me excited to try it out again. Yeah. That's all I had, though. Uh, also, I, real quick along the lines of Blizzard, Overwatch announced their beta is going to be in the fall, mm-hmm. which I was frustrated by. I wanted to play. I want, I was hoping that would come out, like, in the summer. Me, too. I thought they were going to be, like, coming soon. Yeah. But Quarter it, two. Beta's coming out in the fall. They announced two new characters. One's, like, a tanky character with, uh, she has, a like, a giant... Um, laser laser gun, I guess, and then the other guy is like a a wild western desperado type of guy with with pistols. Dual, dual pistols. Yeah, yeah, I want to use that guy. Yeah, he looks pretty. Aw- His uh, special ability was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. Where he lines up the was it what was it like 
skulls or what? Yeah, it was like six people. I heard uh, some uh, in a podcast I was listening to talking about people use that that use that guy said it that it took a little too long for that ability to load and and the the guy he would just get shot like as he was waiting for it to so that's what i was afraid of yeah but they're they're the, i mean they're working on They'll bal- balance it they're out, working yeah. on balancing so that's what they do yeah i'm uh, really excited for overwatch yeah it should God be a good time yeah me and eric watched, <laughs> did you watch any of their packs presentation i watched the overwatch stuff and then once they got into hearthstone i was like i have no idea what's going on yeah. so will and i skyped it i turned it off <laughs> will will johnny and i skyped the whole thing yes yeah. nice. oh yeah that's fantastic. It was fun. So, so usually I have to crack myself up with my commentary. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a regular mystery science theater out there. Nice. Most of it was just silence and wow. And then a yeah. couple comments here and there. A <laughs> couple of giggles. Even though the PAX was – I didn't think their presentation was great. No. But it was a panel. Yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't supposed to be like a E3 yeah. presentation. It was, it was just a panel. I was disappointed because they didn't announce really anything for Heroes of the Storm. No, they that didn't. didn't already know. They like, really didn't. I knew Sylvanas was the next hero. They didn't announce anybody else. Really hoping. But. Okay. Because that's what I was most excited for because I had just, like, just gotten into it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't really say anything. But whatever. Heroes of Still the Dorm. Heroes. Oh, yeah, I was pumped about Heroes <laughs> of the Dorm. I go, you Will, do, do I have to go back to college now? You you definitely do. <laughs> I looked it up. So that they can pay my uh, tuition? People are upset on the subreddit that you have to be currently in school. What? How dare they? I know. Do they they like did that. announce a new map, correct? Yeah, uh, Tomb of Spider. the Spider Queen. Yeah. Which looked neat. Yeah, it's yeah. a close co- a close area, you know, yeah. uh, close combat. Two, two lanes, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was only two I lanes. I think so, yeah, and they yeah. were, like, not very far apart from Easy each to other. traverse, like, quickly. Which changes how you play. Yeah. So. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm into it. I just wait- got to stop feeding. I'm waiting for that patch. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. How was your week, Corey? It was good. I don't really have much to talk about. Although I did uh, want to give The Walking Dead another plug. Will, you haven't been watching, have you? Uh, I'm waiting for this new season to come out, and then I'm really impatient with my shows and video games and stuff like that recently, so I'm waiting for it to finish before I pick up uh, halfway through last season. Mm. Yeah, I just um, I had watched up until the mid-season break and just got caught up on the last four or five episodes since. Still good? Um, it's really good. And I think back to how the show used to be, and it was like, poorly acted poorly written the directing wasn't very good and you compare it to now and it's like really it's like night and day difference hmm. yeah it, back then it was the only thing that kept me watching was the fact that it was zombies you know and there wasn't like a good zombie tv show out there mm-hmm. i think season two is kind of a rough season for them too because that's the one where they're on the farm for 90 percent of the season Oh, so boring. Yeah, not a lot happened. But I, You're just I, praying for a zombie attack. <laughs> <laughs> Please, somebody die, my God. Shake it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I got such a bad start with that show mm-hmm. that I, I don't think I can ever try and get into it again. I tried yeah. three or four. It's like Fallout for me. I tried to get into it three or four times, and it was just so slow to start out with me. I was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I watched the first five episodes of The Walking Dead. I never finished the last of the season i haven't watched it mm-hmm. but I, I mean i don't really watch things per se so fair enough yeah i will be watching it though Corey, at some point oh we also watched uh the unbreakable kimmy schmidt 
Oh yeah, how's Which that? Is the new Netflix series with uh, I forget her name. Aaron now. from the Office, know. right? Aaron from the Office. Yeah, that's her remember. name. Ellie. Ellie. Ellie Kemp, something. Kemp. Kempler. Kemp. I'll Kemper? look it up now. I have to look it up. Kemper. It might be. I, I, I feel bad calling actors by what they're most known for. You know, <laughs> it's it's Ellie something. I'm sure they don't like that. No. Ellie Kemper. Kemper. Ellie yeah. Kemper. Her actual name is Elizabeth, but they call her Ellie. There you go. It's pretty good. It's not. It's not like must watch TV or anything like that. But there's some some really funny jokes in there. It's it's Tina Fey produced, um, and it reminds me a lot of Thirty Rock, the uh-huh. humor and stuff. Hmm. Not a um, fan. Ellie, Kem- I'm not a huge fan of, of Thirty Rock either. Um, but Ellie Kemper plays. They call him the Mole Girl. She got somehow. She got in with this uh, cult leader and who took a bunch of girls into this shelter for like 20 years or something like that, and told them the world had ended. Um, and then they get out at the end of the 20 years, and she decides she wants to start her life in New York City. Um, but of course, she's living like it's still the early 90s. Which we all grew up in, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuff to relate to in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's again, it's not a great show. Uh, my I pretty much just passively watched while my girlfriend watched. Uh, but every now and again, there's some real good zingers in there that it's worth watching for. So uh-huh. I wonder if my fiance would like that one. She might. She like Thirty Rock. I don't think she's ever watched Thirty Rock. Okay, but I could get her to try it. Solely based off of uh, Aaron from The Office. Oh yeah. When I got Netflix back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nah, nothing. What about you, Will? What do you got? Ah, uh, not a whole lot. I uh, did a job interview today. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, I think it went well. I guess I'll find out. Uh, I was up at five this morning, so I'm a little out of it and pretty tired. What were you doing up at five? I just woke up and couldn't fall asleep, and yeah. I just laid there. I hate that. It's the worst. I hate. See, for me, that's at night mm-hmm. when that happens. Uh, not not ever in the morning. If I if I wake up in the morning, I can go right back to sleep. But uh, God, at night when I when I want to go to bed and I have to be up in the morning to go to work, I just, I just can't. Yeah, and it's my own fault because I just get like fucking around on my phone or something. Yep. Yeah, and then I just can't sleep, and yeah. it's, I'm just stimulated. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the worst. I that- had to set up a no phone rule after a certain time to help <laughs> That's a me. Good idea. Because it got it gets so bad for me. Like I'll be laying in bed for like six hours. Yeah. At night sometimes it's it's awful. Yeah. Um, I could see it. Some if I if I wake up after like f- probably four thirty and I'm awake for more than ten minutes, I can't fall back. To Forget sleep. it. Yeah, yeah, you're up. I just get up and play video games. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way I'm going back to sleep. See, like I knew, like I had to go to my friends to exercise early, and then I had to get ready for my interview, then go to the interview, then I knew I had podcasts later, so I was like, I knew I had a long day ahead of me, and I was like, I just need to sleep. Yeah, but didn't get it. Uh, What'd you wear? Nice clothing. Yeah, he had khakis and a nice uh, blue polo shirt. You look good. Mm-hmm. I got compliments from Eric. Yep. Dapper. He walked in. I said, "Look sharp, Will." <laughs> <laughs> and then I talked to somebody who was on our podcast, Billy, about Smash Brothers for like twenty minutes. Billy was on the Zelda he's Skyward on, Sword. Yeah, he was yep. on a couple episodes. Yeah, he was on another one, yeah. I think. Um, and then I did my interview. Then I went home, did some podcast stuff. You, uh, you'll be doing a lot of talking about video games if you work there. 
I'm excited. Because once someone, once someone there knows you like video games, you'll just be friends. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. <laughs> it, it's That's like, what happened to me. It's like it's something that immediately bonds people. Yep. I know uh, at least one dude over there that's a big video gamer. All right. We'll get along then. Yeah. Um, but this weekend, going to Buffalo to watch the Rangers play the Sabres. And then on Go Rangers. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday going to see the Erie Otters with Connor McDavid. That's fantastic. Play the Kitchener Rangers. It's a nice little weekend you got planned. Yeah, a lot of travel. but it's Spending the night up there. Spending the night in Buffalo and then on Erie and coming back early. Do you know where you're staying? No. I think... The real hotel didn't review that well, but we didn't really care. Who the fuck cares? It's You're for, sleeping. Exactly. That's how I always looked at it. It was downvoted. Or as long as there's not a chance that your room's going to get break broken into, or bed who, bugs. Who ca- yeah. Oh yeah, bed fun bugs. bugs. Those two were not on there. It was yeah. stupid stuff like the light didn't work and <laughs> yeah, like the front office people weren't helpful. Yeah. Like, eh, fuck off. Yeah. Stuff that we don't really care about because right. we're just using it to sleep for. A night. Yeah. Are you guys going to go to Duff's Chicken Wings? We are. I'm actually... Oh, make sure you go to the original. Original? Do not go to the other ones. It has to be the original one. Does it say Duff's Original? No, but I'll look it up. Okay. Thank you for that, because we we didn't know that. Has to be the original. Um, I'm actually not eating very, like hardly anything that day, so I can pig out on wings. Because I don't have a lot of calories. Bring your way. wallet. It's expensive. Fucking place ain't cheap. Yeah, sweet. Wings are not cheap anymore. No, they are. Yeah, but there they're like exceedingly expensive. Oh, really? It's kind of depressing. What, like 10, du- 10 bucks a dozen or something like it that? It comes in 10. Oh. You don't get a dozen. Jesus. How big are they? They're good size wings. Okay. Yeah. Remember when you could get wings for like 15 cents? Yeah, piece? I used to. Uh, I, me and uh, Chris Henry, our cousin, every, what, Tuesday would go to Original Italian in Owego, and it was 10 or 15 cent wings and 99 cent beers. Mm-hmm. And we would just we would also order a pizza and just eat like the fattest pigs you can imagine, <laughs> and drink. And we got to know the waitresses, so a lot of times we'd only have to pay for one beer, and they would just keep refilling our mugs. So we were uh, food coma and drunk by the end of the end of the night, and it was fantastic. Wow, yeah. uh, chicken wings are one of my favorite foods. Yeah. Oh, me too. So. And they they have like uh, deals up there where you can get like twenty wings and a pitcher of soda or whatever. Okay, so that's what that's what I usually do. Yeah, uh, as a, I pretty much eating nothing that day because I have a very small leeway for calories. But uh, whatever, don't care. Um, yeah, and then going to Erie to watch Conor McDavid, which will be exciting. Uh, I guess he. I mean, everybody that I've heard who's seen him said you have to watch him before yeah. he goes to the NHL. Um, before he goes to Buffalo. He's going to be a Buffalo Sabre. He fucking better be. <laughs> Unless the draft uh, ends up messing up for Buffalo. It will. <laughs> It'll go to Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I hope not. That I would be so upset. It's the only team I don't want him to go to. Uh, but other than that, I've got nothing. Just I'm going to have a lot to talk about next week, though. Nice. Okay. What about you, Eric? What do you got? Uh, I had a pretty good week, Dan. I finished Workaholics, all of it. Oh, Except wow. for the season that's out now. Um, I fucking love that show. It is so damn funny. It's good. Oh, my God. I don't laugh out loud to TV shows a lot, but, man, that one cracks me up yep. so many times. Oh, Who's your favorite character on there? I like the dude with the long hair. Blake. Blake. <laughs> yes, I could not think. It's been a while since I've watched He's it. He's got that dorky charm. Yeah, he does. Anders is a little too normal Durs, to be yeah. the favorite. Durs. I like Adam the best because he's just such a jackass. 
mm-hmm. You know, he's just such a jackass, and his jokes are so stupid that you just have to laugh at him. And he reminds me of somebody that I know. Okay. Um, but damn it, that show's funny. Yeah. The bodybuilding episode, Eric. You remember that one? No, <laughs> Corey. Where I just binge watched all four seasons. I remember every one. Okay, where he goes to the bodybuilding competition. I watched that one two days ago. <laughs> and instead, afterwards, they do their wizard rap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so damn good. Anyway, moving on. Um, I read a little bit more of my book. Uh, my fiancé bought me a book I don't know, a couple of months ago, Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Point. I had read the first chapter, and then I just... Started the second chapter last night. Hey. It is such an interesting book, though. I, it, it talks about um, how things go viral. And the chapter I'm reading right now is about uh, the six degrees of separation concept yeah. where, you know, everybody's separated by six people. Mm-hmm. But also talks about people that are connectors is how he calls them. And it's the kind of person that you know that, like, knows everybody else. Yeah. And he said... Uh, an interesting thing to do is like take 40 friends. I don't have 40 friends, but say you have 40 friends, take write their names down, not family, not coworkers. Trace it back to how you met those people. So like say Dan, say Will introduced you to me. Yeah. But Corey introduced Will to me. That would mean Corey was the root of how I met gotcha. both of you, so Corey's the root of that. I guess what happens when people do that a lot of the times like 30 of those people will trace back to one person. Oh, okay. And he calls those people connectors. Uh-huh. And those are the kind of people that you want to have to kind of get things viral because they just have something about them. Corey, I immediately thought of Jared. Yeah. You know? He's yeah. just one of those people that knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, goes to parties. But he'd stuff. never support anything we do because it's not oh, cool. Oh, right. right. <laughs> no, I would never suggest that. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know, it was a really interesting read. I'm really liking that book a lot. Uh-huh. So um best part of my week, Arsenal beat Manchester United at Manchester United in the FA Cup and knocked them out of the tournament. Ooh. Which was just fantastic. They don't often win there ever. Mm-hmm. Best part of it though, I texted my friend Jeff before the game and I said, I hope Danny Welbeck scores the game winner because he was sold for Manchester United to Arsenal this off season mm-hmm. because basically their new coach told him that he was not good enough to play for Manchester United and I'll be damned if he didn't score the game winner against them. Did he really? Yes, and you remember how uh I think it was last week I told you guys how Players don't celebrate when they score against their old team. Well, I'll be damned. Didn't he just celebrate right away? <laughs> I would, too, if I was oh, told I wasn't God. good enough. Oh, God. Glorious. What did he do? I mean, he wasn't over the top. He just, <coughs> you know, it was one of those things. His emotions, like, overtake you, and he was just, like, fucking pumped. Yeah, jumping up and down and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was awesome. I, my neighbor must hate me because I was screaming. <laughs> I was yelling. Uh, but whatever. I don't yeah. give a shit. Um, so that was awesome, and they got a really favorable draw. So they are in the final four for the FA Cup, and they got a really favorable draw for the next round. So that's that's awesome. Who are they playing? It's either it's the winner of Bla- Reading, a couple of lower league teams. All right. This is the cool thing about the FA Cup is all of the teams in England are in it, in all the divisions and stuff. So <laughs> that, like, is, that is kind of cool, though. It's yeah. awesome because you see a lot of upsets. So yeah. the final four is Arsenal, one of the bigger teams, one of the biggest teams in, in England. Uh, Liverpool has to still play Blackburn, I think. 
So, and then the other two are like a couple of shitty teams, and it, it's just cool how like a lower division team is in the final four in this big cup tournament against Arsenal. Yeah, you know what I mean, and they could very well beat them. Yeah. Like Manchester City lost, I think, two years ago against a team that they had no business. I think it was West Brom, who was in the Premier League that year, but was getting sent down to the the next division in the the, the following year, and they lost to them in the FA Cup final. And that just awesome things like that can happen, and like the fans just go fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why does that happen? You think it's because they don't take them seri- as seriously? Or? I don't know. I've heard uh, the FA Cup isn't as big of a deal over there as it used to be. Uh, I it's my favorite tournament because of the underdog stuff that can happen. Like Chelsea lost to a just a shit team, a <laughs> shit team. That's one of the compelling things about the the March Madness basketball tournament too. Exactly, is it, it's the same type of yep, thing. Like it's got the same thing. Yeah, I love that. Except with it. like ravenous fan bases, right? Like right. a small town team, like Binghamton, New York FC, yeah. beats New York City FC. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So that's really fun, and and <laughs> Arsenal actually won the FA Cup last year, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping they can do it again this year. Um. A couple things I wanted to talk about video game related for my week was uh, I wanted to update my themes or backgrounds on both of my consoles, and I was just searching to see if I could find an Arsenal theme for my Xbox and it led me to Reddit and there's actually a Reddit thread where you can request somebody to make you a theme for your Xbox so I had two people send me uh, Arsenal themes and one of them's pretty awesome that's cool yeah so maybe I'll uh, take a picture of it and put it up on our Twitter Um, and I bought the order dynamic theme one of the dynamic uh, order themes for my PS4 Mm -hmm. how's that? I bought the wrong one (laughs) <laughs> I wanted the other one. It's only two bucks, yeah. so whatever. It's just Galahad, like, facing, not facing you, but kind of looking back at you, and there's just rising smoke around him. Oh, it's okay. cool looking, but the other one is, like, uh, an overhead shot of Whitechapel, and there's, like, smoke coming out of the chimneys, and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> but I'm an, I'm an idiot. <laughs> bought the Galahad one. Bought the Galahad but yeah, I, I something about the the backgrounds and themes. It just like when you boot your system up, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's it for my week. Sounds good. Uh, I got a couple quick things to cover. Uh, I started a project on. Uh, I, I basically took my. Sorry, Will. You're good. I took my old Dell computer, which is like probably seven or eight years old and i'm i'm gonna try and turn it into a steaming steaming yeah steam in home streaming uh machine i guess <clears throat> so i took my really the the main thing i wanted to get was make sure i get 1080p video so i took my old uh gt 530 that was in my gaming computer when i when i bought it and put that in it and i wanted to make sure it ran so i'm gonna put it put st- either steam os on it or put uh uh, it's got Linux on it already, but I'll have it boot right into Steam and home streaming. That's, I'm going to try to get that set up, to, up on my upstairs television. I wanted to talk a little bit about this. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Um, this is really the first week that uh, me not being able to play on my PC has become an issue. Yeah. Um, because my, my fiance's in school, so she comes home and has to do schoolwork mm-hmm. on the computer. Mm-hmm. And like the games I wanted to play for the podcast this week were on uh, PC. Yeah. Now, do I have a way, as of right now, to stream that to my television? Yeah. You can plug your laptop into it. The only problem is is that uh, when it's wireless, you can get 
some interference and stuff in it. Okay. It makes it makes it a little slower. If everything's wired, it th- it runs perfectly with like no lag or anything. But yeah, you could do it. Okay. Your your video card is capable of the Nvidia streaming. Okay. And stuff. Yeah, because that was just that was a little frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, I was just was wondering. Yep. Uh, so I, I started uh, updating updating the computer i needed to update from ubuntu 12.04 to 14.04 and while i was doing it my daughter went and got the keyboard because it was in the living room and we were just sitting in there and mashed a bunch of keys on it and screwed up the install Hmm. uh i I had to shut it down and restart it and then it wouldn't it wouldn't come back on so i have to (laughs) i've got to reinstall ubuntu on on the computer so i I, my project was paused for now what did she like what button did she Uh, she just mashed a bunch of buttons on the keyboard while it was updating and screwed it up. Funny how that works. I know. I I probably wouldn't have been able to do that if I tried, but <laughs> she she just, you know, toddled, toddled right over and mashed a bunch of keys and screwed it up. So she look at you and smile after she did it? Like no, because I doing? took her away. I, I took her, you know, picked her up and moved her. and She, <laughs> she pooped her pants right after she did it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but she did, she did scream for quite a while. Uh, she's, she's kind of uh, dramatic, I guess, so... <laughs> So I'll, I'll hopefully have that up and running by next week. I want to actually put it on this TV right here, uh, which is going to go over there at some point, and that'll be because I'm going to get the Steam Link thing for upstairs because it's small. I don't want this giant old computer in my living room. So there's that, uh, and then I got Sid Meier's Starships, which I hope to have have played a little bit of next week. Uh, also, I got Shadow of Mordor. I actually bought a physical copy. Uh, through Amazon, it was twenty bucks on sale, and I had a five dollar credit, so it only cost me fifteen bucks. Mm. Uh, and I activated it on Steam and downloaded it and played for a few minutes. Nice. Um, yeah, I still have to play that. Now you can. Well, I have it on PS4 too. Oh, that's right. Yep. So I think that's all I got. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, do we want to get right into what we played? Why the fuck not, Dan? All right, let's do it. Uh, so obviously, I played Hotline Miami, the first one, uh, which I loved. Um, Did you beat it? I beat it, yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I, I, was, I forgot that I had beaten it, yeah. I wanted to have have played it for, for Hotline Miami, too, for, for a basis of comparison, you know. Uh, so I played that and beat it. Like I said, it was it was good stuff. I played a little bit more Dying Light. I finally made it into Old Town in Dying Light. I didn't know there was a second place. I didn't mm-hmm. either. Uh, there is a second, second area. Uh I still want I I want to be able to like sit down and like finish it next time I I play it. So hopefully by next week I'll have that beaten too. I I've just got now that it's not as frigid down here as it has been, uh I can come down here and play without getting frostbite. I think I'm done with it or hypothermia, are you? Yeah. It's hard to go back. It is. Uh and as good of a game it is, as it is, I have so many new games to play like I yeah. it's it's hard. I I just I I need to start playing through games before starting anything else because, yeah. I don't know, I just don't want to go back. Now. I don't like to juggle four or five different it's games hard. all at once. Hard it to is do that. very hard. Uh, so I played that. Like I said, I played Shadow of Mordor for like five minutes just to, just to test it out. I wanted to test it out on this, and it ran great. On the old tablet. On my, on my tablet, yeah. Uh, I feel like there was one other thing I played. I don't know. That's it. Will, what do you got? I played and beat Duet. Hey. 
Well done. Thank you. Oh, you know what? I'm going to bring up the list right now and put the games in. Is that that stupid phone game you were playing? Yeah, it's the one that you can beat. I mean, I played it for five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you did the one level. Yeah. Uh, basically, the concept of this game is is there you control two uh, like paintballs on opposite sides of the screen at the bottom, and one's red and one's blue, and you have to navigate them by spinning them through the levels. Uh, and there's different blocks in the levels in your way, and you have to spin them, um, you know, either way to navigate through the the maps. Uh, pretty basic concept. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think it was a really great mobile game. I beat through the story, and the cool thing about it is when you're playing through and you end up hitting one of the white blocks that you're trying to avoid, the paintball paints the block a little bit in that area so like you know where you hit and where you messed up and you can learn from that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, But other than that, like, there's not a whole lot to the game. Uh, Good music. Did you ever play Super Hexagon well? I did. Super, reminds me of that Super Hexagon was awesome. Yeah, Super Hexagon was awesome. This, it's kind of the same thing, just a little bit. Uh, this one's a little bit, I want to say easier because some levels are pretty hard, but with Super Hexagon, it gets pretty crazy. There wasn't, there wasn't a moment in this game where I was like, this is crazy. But it's very peaceful. It is. The music's nice. There's a little robot that talks to you in between levels. But yeah, I really liked it. It was free. I think it's like $2 normally. Um, it was the free app of the week when I got it. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I've played the same three games. I've played Corey and Hearthstone. We split two and two. Ah, the two old two. two and two. Um, now, what kind of decks do you guys use? Shaman <laughs> and Paladin. And Corey? Um, my best one's my Hunter. Uh, I have a pretty good Rogue deck. Mage deck is pretty good. The only deck I have right now is a Warrior deck. My warrior deck sucks. I'd love for you to help me build a deck. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Or will whoever. Corey would know way more than me. Well, the best thing to do is just Google um, Hearthstone decks. Yeah, and they, but... they'll show you the ones that are free. You you don't need any extra cards for. All right, fine. Never I mean, that's what I did. Um, I forget what deck I had that was that. that was I a just while want ago. your knowledge. That got me Corey. through a lot of stuff. Say again? I just want your knowledge. Oh yeah, I can I can help you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm working on trying to craft cards right now. Uh, I, I could I I never figured out what, what the what deal does with that, that means. You just gotta go into the my collection yeah. uh thing and then you go to crafting mode. What do you mean crafting cards? You what you do is you get what's it called? Dust quarry? Arcane dust. dust? Arcane dust. Uh, and you get that by either like winning it in the arena or breaking down duplicates of cards that you have. Oh. And then from there, you can craft any card you want. You just have to have the amount of arcane dust. Huh. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Um, <coughs> so if you know what you're looking for in a card, that's an easy, make e- easier way to get it. Yep. Than ho- hoping to get it from from a drop or a so pack the, or something. The really good cards cost a lot of dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cards I was looking at are like. 1200 so like how much dust do you get from a card when you break it down depends different rarities of the different cards you get more dust like Corey, you probably know the, the numbers better yeah i want to say for like a uh, rare card to make it it's a hundred um and if you were to break one down you'd get 40 for it okay uh, the legendary ones I know are like 1400 so it's like the ratio of trading in a game at gamestop Bought for a hundred, yeah. get it for forty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so like if you know what you want, that's how you can get that card. Um, I got a little <laughs> arcane dust from the arena. I did an arena run. Only had one win. wasn't too successful. I got stuck with the t- warriors that I didn't use, or the like heroes I don't use. Like I had to pick the hunter. I love the hunter. See, I don't. I don't know what uh, what cards are good for her. I was just kind of guessing when I was building. That's a her. Valera. That's a rogue. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the rogue. So in the arena, uh, <laughs> you just get like a draft of cards. Yeah. Okay. Like there's different. It, there's what twenty thirty rounds, Corey. You pick one of three heroes. You once you enter the arena, you pick one of three random heroes that they give you, and mm-hmm. then you pick. There's thirty cards in a deck. And they'll show you three cards at a time, and you pick one card out of those three, and you do oh. that thirty times until you have a deck. Cool. Yeah, uh, and you got to have a good mana uh, diversity. In yeah, there. mana curve. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, there's some. I played some real wieners online. That's what ruined my experience with it. Again, they <laughs> was playing a couple of dickholes. <laughs> like I, I, I was borderline whether or not I liked it anyway, and that just just soured my like, my experience. Somebody had the card that sent my. Uh, you get to pick one uh, card that's in the enemy's play that you can send back to their hand, and he did that and said sorry. I wanted to punch <laughs> him. Yeah, because like, he wasn't sorry, and I beat him. Good. So I taunted him or threatened him or whatever. You, but but I, like you were talking about it, and I'd never had that experience before with people like that. Now I have. It happened to me like probably two or three matches in a row. I had uh, I had the guy that took until the very last second to do every single turn. Yeah. Uh, and then I that had was me. Cor- <laughs> Corey witnessed <clears throat> the guy that uh, I think I think it was the one one of the ones you were watching, Corey. He, yeah. He, he he didn't want to end the match. He was like kicking the crap out of me and he kept uh moving the card onto my onto my the guy he was targeting and moving it back and moving it back on and moving it off and moving it let's just, just do it uh, don't be such an ass wipe that's, the that's worst. when you concede dan i don't uh, i don't I, like to concede yeah I've, ne- I've never done that I uh think. can confirm i will concede <laughs> yeah me too i don't mess around with that no <laughs> time is valuable yeah there's times like that i wish there was a chat function i'm happy that there's not to be honest <laughs> yeah, with you. i could see that that go downhill real quick yep. yeah, it's probably better that there's not because i would get very upset and there would yeah. be a lot of fights yeah or so my monitor would be smashed if there was a chat <laughs> function. well or you have the guy that always tells himself nice like nice move or whatever after every yeah. time he plays a card like come on well played while, while he's wearing yeah, his well google played. glass yeah exactly yeah. it would be and his apple guy. watch it's see that guy when they do the well played themselves i always say thanks <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used the comment. I don't think I've I don't ever know used how to use system. the comments. I think you click on your own character. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you just click your portrait. Well, I'm going to use them constantly now. But uh, since we're talking about Hearthstone, I played some Hearthstone too. Yeah, and I wanted to get your your thoughts on it. I played. I think I played three games. Uh, my first one, I was getting just my ass whooped, and I came back. Nice. And I beat him. Uh. I think if it had gone one more turn, he would have killed me. And I'm I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him like, shit, I can kill this fucker this round. I just I didn't have many creatures out, and he was like chipping away at me, chipping away at me. And finally, I got to a point where I had some pretty strong creatures out, and I had knocked all of his down. And he had a lot of health left, but I had some high powered creatures out where I just was able to take him out in one swoop. I love that. I was so happy because I thought for sure I was going to lose. Yeah. Um. 
But that was really fun. The next two games, I got my ass royally kicked. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I conceded twice. Uh-huh. What were you playing as, do you know? I only have a warrior deck. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, if you play through in the single player, I don't know where it is, like the innkeeper stuff. Mm-hmm. It's in the single player stuff. You unlock all the other heroes. Okay. Um, I'm. You start with the mage, I think. Maybe. I may have done some of that. Okay. Maybe I just... Yeah, have other have stuff to. and I don't know it. I think the warrior is the second thing you unlock, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look at. It. I like. I don't really know my way around Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. It, it's a good time. Like I, w- I wanted to get into it on the iPad a little bit. I was gonna say, I, like I really can't. I don't think I'll ever sit at my computer and play it. But it is a good tablet game. It's a really good time killer, too. You know, like if if you're in kind of a funk and you just want something to play. Yeah. That's a good one to go to, I think. Um, I do want to experiment with it a little bit more on the iPad just to see how it is on there. But, yeah, it was fun. Uh, That game that I won was a blast. Mm -hmm. That's amazing when you win. Yeah, especially in that fashion, the old comeback victory. Once you make a deck and you do quick match, I win, like, 90% of my quick matches now. Yeah. Because I have a deck that's decent. I'm about 50-50. I don't know if my deck is any good. I put it together. Yeah. Yeah. That'll change well. Well, I haven't done ranked yet, so I know I'll get throttled in there. Oh, I I don't know if it's just for ranked, but they want you, like, they match you so you're about 50-50. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because, like, if I play four or five quick matches, I will win. I'll only lose, like, one. Yeah, that'll probably change. Crap. I thought I was a lot of the good. A lot of the ones that are unranked are just people trying out decks, though, too, like... I don't care. Don't want to hurt their ranking or whatever. You're people like me who play once a year. <laughs> right. I play one or the other. I play heroes in quick match and I always feel great when I win. Yeah. Sure. Um Yeah. I mean, did a little heroes. It's my did my dailies. I gotta do my dailies. You probably have three dailies built I do. up. Yeah. I looked at them yesterday. Well, what are they? Uh Assassin character. Okay. Which is great. Nova's free this week. Um uh, win, I think it was win eight games. It was either win or play eight games. Play. <laughs> play eight games. Yeah. And that'll I, that'll I, take a while. I can't remember what the other one was. Might have been a specialist still. So. Corey, what are your dailies? In Hearthstone? Heroes. Heroes. Oh, I have no idea. We should do them. Mm-hmm, we I have logged yeah. into that for a while. God when How are, dare you? When are we? Come on, man. I gotta find a job. <laughs> so do I. Will's already <laughs> found one. Maybe. Might just work at the subway across the street. <laughs> Nothing oh, wrong dude, with that. can I get deals? At least get lunch taken care of every day. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could drive two hours up to his apartment for yeah, a free sub. Get a free sandwich <laughs> and then drive two hours back. Uh, it's not a bad drive though. No, no it's the back roads are nice. Yeah, I should say we went up to we went up to Corey's this weekend. Oh, oh yeah, you? we did. Yeah. For my mom, our mom's birthday. Oh, yeah, completely, nice. completely forgot about that. And we broke bread. Sorry, mom. It's a nice apartment too. I was very, very impressed with your apartment. It's airy. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. Yeah, there's, anyway. there's a good amount of people there, and it never felt cramped at all. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's bigger than my house, I think. <laughs> Length, lengthwise. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about it's that. Def- definitely longer. Yeah. But anyway, well, it's above um, the canal used to run. Right alongside this building. That's why I don't know if you saw it from the front, but it's like angled. Yeah. It's like a rhombus almost. Uh-huh. 
because um, this building used to be some sort of canal structure. I don't know. Huh. Neat. Uh, History. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I played was more Smash Brothers. Play a bunch of games every day. Working on new characters already. Villager is one of them. Oh, nice. Um, I'm going to get to the point where like, I figure out how to play as everybody. Not well, but decent. It's sort of the path <laughs> that I've been heading. I've used my friends as, like, practice. As dummies? <clears throat> practice dummies, yeah. It's, you know, learn them. To get pro. Exactly. Sure. Pretty much. Um, I'll, like, because when we play together, like, I'll just do random. Then I'll play a character, and I'm like, I actually kind of like this character. I'm going to add them to the rotation. That's what I did for, like, Duck Hunt and Rosalina and Sheik. And, uh-huh. you know, I got decent enough with most of them, so now I'm moving on to, like, Sonic, Mega Man, Villager. I'm still working on Sheik. I'm pretty awful with Sheik. Because she's fast. Uh-huh. She's very fast. Yeah. Not I, good with the fast characters? It's not that I'm bad with them. It's just like I do something stupid and I always get myself killed because of it. Mm. Like she has a down spike and what it is is like, uh, like Greninja has it, Dan, where he yeah. just goes straight down. And I'm an idiot because I'm used to playing as like Yoshi and stuff like that. When I do my down spike, it'll just do an attack and it won't like zoom, like bring me down. So like off stage, because Sheik's kind of weak, I try to spike them and hit them off like off the stage to kill them easier. And I always go off and die. Yeah. Um, so that's my issue. Mm-hmm. And like no matter how good I'm doing, I'll always you know SD for my final stock or something. I it always happens, uh-huh. um, which is pretty frustrating. What does SD mean? Uh, self-destruct. Mm. So, but yeah, that game, still not slowing down with it. Nice. It's great. That's all I played, though. Okay. <sighs> what do you got, Eric? Oh, uh, let's see, Dan. Uh, I talked about Hearthstone. Um, I did want to touch on a couple of uh, things as far as soccer games go. Jeff and I tried to play FIFA Online last night. We probably tried to get into 20 matches. And the fucking servers are so bad. It kept telling Jeff that his squad, online squad file was corrupt or he didn't have the updated one or some bullshit. So he deleted it, downloaded it again, and it still kept saying it. We'd get into a game and it would immediately kick us out saying we lost connection. So he tweeted the EA support thing, telling them what it said. And, and he told them in his tweet... I deleted my file and re-downloaded it. And they tweeted him back saying, you should try to delete your file and re-download it. <laughs> How helpful. So that was really <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. So that led us to playing Pro Evo online against each other. Um, it's really fun game, but the online is so, like, archaic. It's like... It? When I'm used to playing, like, FIFA, how the menus and everything are just so great on there, like, ugh pretty pretty bad as so, far as that goes so really it's it's pick your poison what yeah. you want to fight through and it's got like games. match lobbies and stuff like that oh, like really? you go in a lobby with people <laughs> that does seem kind of old it is it is and like we were at the team select menu and it gives you a limited amount of time to pick a team and if you just it runs out like it picked te- whoever we were on that's who we had to play as and you can't back out and pick a different team and, like, I'm playing with my friend. Like, we should be able to do that. Yeah, you should be able to take your time. <laughs> so that was frustrating, but the game's great. I fucking love that game. Uh-huh. So I've almost played through a full season already. I'm playing every game. I haven't simmed any of them. So that's pretty sweet. Um, the only last thing I want to talk about was I didn't actually play it yet, but I did re-up my EA Access subscription today before I came over here. 
um, because I'm going to download Battlefield Hardline Early Access overnight tonight oh, okay. and play it tomorrow. Nice. I'm fucking excited. Uh, that's 45 gigs. Wow. Yeah. It's a big game. So I'm hoping it's done by morning. <laughs> <laughs> and installed, too, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> we, we shall see. Ooh, yeah. You might not be done there. I know. <laughs> it's very possible. Wake up, you're at 90. Yeah. But, yeah, I- I'm excited about that one. Nice. I think I'm going to just jump right into the uh, story. You get 10 hours. I don't know if they put a limit on how far you can go into the story. or Probably not. Yeah. The story doesn't matter for the most part in those games, although they say it every year that the story is supposed to be improved on this one. Although I don't know if I should go into the story because I'm getting it for PS4. Right. And... I won't be Trophies. able to carry my saves over. Yeah, you might just. And play I'm multiplayer. not going to want to do the campaign again. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I might just do the multiplayer. Yep. So looking forward to that. Nice. Yes, sir. That's it. All right, Corey, what do you got? Subway's got a new turkey Italiano sandwich. Anybody had it? No. Uh, tomorrow. I get the same thing, which is a cold cut trio. <clears throat> I'm going to look at it right now. Subway. Which cold cut combo? Yeah, it's a basically a, an American sub. Bologna. I eat three every day to bologna, help keep me strong. <laughs> bologna, ham, and uh, salami. Turkey Italiano. Uh, the BMT is my favorite. However, I usually opt for the... Um, spicy? Spicy Italian because it's a dollar cheaper. Corey, uh, I go in there every time. The BMT is my favorite. And I look at the spicy Italian and say, <laughs> Eric, you should probably just get that one. And I don't. I get the BMT every time. <laughs> it's just a, uh, The spicy Italian is BMT without ham. Yeah, Yeah, but that ham... Yeah, you, you should bring your own ham. You can't. <laughs> the thing is, it's like you can't taste the fucking ham, you yeah. know. But between damn it, pepperoni and salami, it, you can't really taste. A right, slice it's of ham. totally overpowered, but I know it's there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> but I hear you. Yeah. But what did man, I play? Yeah, what'd you play? Uh, I played a lot more Monster Hunter. That's also what I. That's what I played a lot of too. Well, good. Go, we can talk about it together. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> uh, I probably I'm probably around thirty hours now at this point, uh-huh. and I'm not sure how much more I have to go in the main story. They kind of made it seem like this boss I'm about to face is the last one. The how long to beat says about seventy hours. <clears throat> I don't know how true that is, but uh, maybe not. Then I have to. Uh, I'm in the the island area. Yeah, that's where I am too. Uh, I just finished all the quests there, the fourth area, I guess it is. Uh-huh. And now I'm doing the expedition for the Gore Magala. Are you there yet? No. I'm almost, okay. I have one more mission to do in the in the island area. Okay. Um, but they're like, yeah, this is it. You can do it, you know. And everybody sent me words of support. And then I tried to do it, and I just got whomped, which is weird <laughs> because I really had no problem doing the rest of the quests. And then you, I get to that one, and I just got destroyed. It's probably the type of situation where now you're going to have to do a lot of grinding but before you're able to actually beat that guy. Yeah, I have um, I have some pretty good equipment. Um, I'm mostly just focusing on defense, not really focusing on resistances at all. But I put a bunch of vitality jewels into my slots. Yep, I, um, I did that too. Exact which gave same me thing. Uh, a boost to health. <clears throat> And I've upgraded my hammer to the strongest hammer, and it adds ice elemental. The strongest one I can have, anyway. And it adds ice elemental. I think it does, like, 624 damage or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so my guy's in pretty good shape, uh, but I tried that one and just got whooped. So I'm focusing on leveling up my palicos, and I'm also doing uh, online stuff to raise my online hunter rank uh-huh. and get some more resources to, to make some more equipment, maybe work on my 
resistances for this this battle against this beast. There's there's a set of armor you can do th- you can get through doing arena uh, the arena battles mm-hmm. uh, that has no it, no negative for your resistances. Ooh, so like that, that that's a good one. Uh, there's it, always a trade off though. There is the the defense is a little bit lower. Yeah, I think the the defense on the chest piece is only like twenty, where I think okay. my my chest piece is, it has thirty defense, uh-huh. but so, like minus four for one of the resistances. I'm not sure. Maybe electricity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which, if you go up to a uh, monster with electricity, can really really whoop you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the all the palico stuff is the most recent or the last thing I guess they really unlock for you. Yep. And I'm having a good time with that doing the fishing mini game. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done that yet. <clears throat> I I just got to the point where you can have two palicos, your main palico, and then you pick another one with a different ability. You can get one before that. Okay. Because I got one, I think, in the first area, um, by downloading it. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. If you talk to the home keep the housekeeper in your home, yeah, and just download all the stuff that's available for download, the free stuff. Okay. Um, <clears throat> one of them is the I think that's where I got it. One of them is the red pal. Uh-huh. Palico, which is a pretty effective. Yeah. Um, it was nice to have two palicos for for most of the. Yeah, see, I just got my second palico, and it's a it's a healer, which is nice because it keep it's it kept me kept my health up. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. While I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you do the? Have you sent the palicos out on expedition yet? Not yet. Yeah, that's another fun little thing you can do. Yeah, I've been I've been sending the street passes that I've gotten on on expeditions on hunting missions. Uh. Which is kind of cool. Which is Eric and the other person that drives by every day and and nice. does. I don't know if you get anything from that or not. I couldn't I tell. Don't you. Know. But I didn't, I didn't get a chance to play it at all this week. Yeah. Um, but. I did do a couple of the arenas. Um, with some random person, I set up a gathering hall and listed that I was doing arenas, and somebody joined. Um. And it was pretty fun. We were like four seconds away from getting an S rank in one of them because it's all based on time. That's yeah. how well you're scored. Um, we did three of them. One of them was DLC. Got A's on all of them, but one of them, like I said, we were four seconds away from an S uh, rank. That's frustrating. Which is frustrating. I'm not even sure if that does anything for you. Maybe um, it gives you a better reward. I guess. I mean, it's listed in your achievements on your guild card, but I don't think that has any tangible effect other than look at me. Yeah, looks good. Yeah. Um, But that was fun. And I'm up to Hunter Rank 2, which is the Hunter Rank is the online stuff. Uh Um, But if we ever, like, just decided one day we wanted to do a bunch of them, we could whip through the ranks pretty quickly. Okay. If that's something you guys would be interested in doing, it wouldn't take long. I'm interested. Because I I love that game. It's really, really fantastic. It is really good. I play pretty much an hour every night before bed, mm-hmm. um, and then if I wake up and feel a little lethargic, I'll uh, boot that up and play a little bit more. It's usually enough to do like a hunt or two, you know, yeah. depending on which one it is, which is cool. Yeah, <coughs> it's nice that they're timed, so you 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 don't. Well, most of them are timed. If you go on the expedition, that's not timed, but it, it gives you a time frame. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so like me, I tend to just collect everything. Uh, you also have limited space, yeah. so even like even if you collect a lot of stuff, like you run out of space. So uh, if you're on a gathering mission, you know you can only get so much stuff before you have to end your mission, uh, yep. which is good because otherwise I would just endlessly go around and collect everything. You know, 
Yeah, the the OCD in you exactly would take over, and yep. you just burn all your time collecting stuff. Yep. But I have a lot of items in my item box that are like I have over two stacks of them. You know, like yep. ninety nine in one stack, ninety nine in another, and then um, iron. But ore. I'm just I'm just getting into uh, making items that I haven't made before. Here's a tip that I haven't read anywhere. When I was reading my tips, if you just go to your combo list, yep. and you can press on the question marks that are lit up. It will create Craft that for item you. for you rather than going to the item box and selecting an item and yep. matching it with another item that's lit up. You can just go right to the list and make it that way. That's how I've been doing it. Yeah, it's a lot easier yeah. to do it that way. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the game. And uh-huh. Still having a lot of fun with it. I don't know after I beat the if after I beat the main story if I'm going to hold on to it. Right. I don't. I don't know how much of an interest I have in doing all that grindy stuff just to have. The More. best equipment, you know? yeah. I'll, pro- I'll pro- probably do the same. I'll beat it. I'll, pro- I, I'll probably keep it, just because I, you know, you never know when you get that hankering for taking down a big critter. Yeah, you know? I always have that hankering. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I mean, because you can get your hunter rank. I've seen people in the hundreds for their hunter rank, and I'm like, what? What are they doing to get to that point? I don't know, but people play that for game for hundreds and thousands of hours. I just I don't see it honestly. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun with it, but I know once I beat the main story and do some online stuff until I get bored, I'll just trade it in. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, there's that. I did force myself to get back into Dragon Age. Um, it kind of sucks now because I've forgotten pretty much everything. Yeah, all the nuance. I just remember the basic bits of the story. You're almost done, um, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just I'm pretty much 100 percenting it. Mm. At this point, just making sure I have everything done before I continue on. Um, my guy is basically, you can't take his health down. Because uh, the way I built him, it's all armor. He's a guardian or uh, whatever, defensive warrior, sword and board. Uh-huh. Um, and he has just like really high defense armor and all the skills that boost his... What is it when you your health bar turns to the steel? What's that called? Guard? Yeah, that's like an extra armor bonus, I guess. Yeah, it's all like his guard goes all the way up. So, like, I'm fighting dragons, and my teammates die pretty quickly, burn through all my potions, and my guy just doesn't take damage. But he's also doesn't do a lot of damage. He doesn't give out give out a lot of damage. So, you know, it's kind of me just standing there holding down the auto attack till the dragon's dead. Oh, that's kind of boring. It is kind of boring, but it worked. I mean, my my strategy worked. It's just not the most fun. Yeah. Um, I but, still you know, I still say if you're gonna play a war in that game, go with the two handed weapons. That was yeah. that was a lot more fun to play. Yep, because I had fun I with did, that combat. I did discover some. I have a hundred hours in the game. Holy um, shit! I did discover something though that I didn't I didn't notice when I had played before before I revisited the game. If you hold down one of my skills is charge. If you hold down B, you keep charging. I thought you just pressed it once and have a little charge. That's kind of changed my world a little bit. Yeah. But it's funny how, you know, I played that game for 90 hours or whatever and didn't realize that. And then I just recently picked it up again. And Surprise. Something I pick up on. Hmm. Okay. Um, I talked about the Japanese language game. I don't really need to talk about that. But when you get it through the Humble Bundle, the game's called Influent. When you get it through the Humble Bundle, you get to choose one language uh, pack to go with the game. Because apparently can't remember there's at least a dozen different languages you can learn with this game but you can only pick one language pack through the humble bundle um so i picked japanese just because it has a lot to do with gaming and you know the occasional 
anime I like to watch and stuff, it'd be cool to pick up on some of the words on my own. Yeah. Um, I did that, and then the new game that I played, it came out last week, or maybe, or no, maybe it came out in February. Uh, is Shiftlings. Do you guys know anything about Shiftlings? No. Uh, not, I can't say I've ever even heard the name. Heard of it. Um, sh- so it's a puzzle platformer in the set, 2D, uh, sort of like the Lost Vikings. The setup for the game is that you're these two aliens, and they're connected by a long tube. And one of the aliens can be fat and be bloated with air, and the other one's little. Um, so what you're doing, trying to solve all these puzzles, is you're switching the air between one to the other but you're always connected by this tube and the tube can't be severed. Um, the smaller guy can fit into certain areas. The smaller guy can jump on the bigger guy and bounce up to get to certain areas. So, I mean, that puzzle games always have that one mechanic that's a little bit different. Um, and in that game, it's that, you know, those two aliens working together to bounce on each other. And cool. because the, the one bloated with air weighs a little bit more, he pulls the other one. Like if he falls off a platform, the little one goes with him and vice versa. If the big one's standing on a platform and the other little guy falls off, he'll just hang there held by the bigger it's guy. Kind of like Thomas was alone where each character a little bit, has yeah. its own thing going on. Yep. Um, the game itself is, it's all right. The, it gets pretty difficult towards the end. Um, I got kind of frustrated um, but the best thing about the game is the setup for it. And I really like this for a puzzle platformer. It's you're you're these two aliens that don't realize that they're on a reality TV show. Huh. Um, so the game is introduced as if it were a TV show. And there's like a, a host who says, oh, our two alien friends are trying to do this, this and this. Let's see what happens. So it's everything's narrated, uh, which kind of makes sense for that kind of game, because if you die, you know, he'll make a annoying joke or something like that or if you're really screwing it up he'll kind of give you a little bit of a hint um but it all comes together very nicely and i think it works very well for a puzzle platformer cool that's that's pretty neat yeah it's it's a fun game um probably not going to make any lists but i i really love puzzle platformers so i don't know if i'd recommend it to a a bunch of people because it's not other than that new mechanic that's not in other games um there's really not much to go on but i did beat it by the way well done hey. yeah you said it was called shiftlings, shiftlings. yes all right i'll add it to the list it's pretty good i think it's a is it a is it a ps4 i played on pc it's on one of those consoles i don't think it's on both Corey, Will, and I have been sitting here getting a kick out of the video you got going in the chat right now. What is it? Subway? <laughs> it's some guy just taste testing a lot of different stuff. It's great. I might actually watch this Making later. funny faces. Nice. Right now he's doing the Little Caesars Bacon Wrap Crust Deep Dish Pizza, which Jake in the chat says is fantastic. I kind of want to try that, <laughs> even though I know it's going to make me so sick. <laughs> it's it's got to be great. Yeah. That does sound great. Did you see the name of his show, though? Let's see if I can... I did, and I can't remember what it was called. Damn Drops. Damn. <laughs> it's Damn Drops. Super official food reviews. <laughs> He's been through the new uh, sub at Subway. He did uh, D'Angelo Steak and Cheese, and now we're onto the deep dish pizza. This guy's a legend. He said it's over-bakened. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. No, I don't think so either. Uh, anyway, got a little sidetracked there. <laughs> Okay. Is that all you play, Corey? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll take a quick break and be back with our feedback and question of the week right after this.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 190 of the Thumbsick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our feedback segment, which I will get started here. Uh, first piece of feedback is from Facebook from Derek in Chicago. It says, hey, guys, I've been following for about a year now and always love the podcast. It's great for going on runs or when I'm playing something a little grindy like Diablo 3 or Destiny. By the way, I'd love to play some Diablo with Will or see you guys hop back on Destiny. Anyways, my question is about Dragon Age Inquisition. I was curious if any of you, especially Dan, got the DLC. Saw the game has been popping up on sale as both the regular version and the deluxe package with all the added content. Any feedback if the DLC is worth getting? I'm also a completionist, so I know this will just add a larger list of things to do in the game. Thanks, guys, and keep up the amazing work. I also submitted an answer to, to the question of the week through the site, Derek from Chicago. Well, welcome to feedback. Yeah. yeah. Good glad, to have you, Derek. Glad you like the show. Uh, wants to play Diablo 3 as well. Yeah, I got to get my bat on that. I know it's Will Murtha, but I don't know the number because they make you do Well, I, maybe, I don't know if he means PC or PS4. Oh, yeah. I have a PS4 or P- in uh, or PC. X- X-Bone. I'm going to get it again for PS4 at some point. Mm-hmm. Just let me know what you have it on, and I'll be Game's ready. great. Yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I have not gotten the DLC. I I did just install it, reinstall it. Uh, I had new hard new. I cleared the hard drive off my computer and put in a solid state drive for the operating system. So I needed to reinstall everything. I did that last night, I think, uh, and I just fired it up briefly today. I haven't I haven't done anything with it, but I I will check up on that. Um, there is what is the DLC? Isn't it just little things? There's I, no like DLC adventures yet, is there? I don't know. I think a lot of it is the multiplayer stuff. The oh, DLC. Right. Uh, I have no experience with the multiplayer. I don't know how good it is. Um, but uh, you know, Dragon Age. I, it's a great game for a completionist. Uh, you'll get a lot of hours on it. Um, yeah, if you can find it for sale, it's definitely definitely worth a buy. Uh, I know I liked. I ended up liking a lot more than uh, than both Corey and Eric. Um, so yeah, it's good stuff. But yeah, I will I will uh, check into the DLC and, and let you know what I what I think about it. I'm sure they'll have if if they don't you know obviously they don't already, but they'll have different uh, different like what quests and stuff added in later. I and I guess the multiplayer is good. I just never had any interest in it. It seems interesting, but we should try that one of these days. Yeah, you're right. We should. I agree. Um. So yeah. Welcome, welcome. Yes. Eric. Uh, email from Valerie in Illinois who says, "Hey, athletes, sorry for the delay in feedback. I kept meaning to send you an email for weeks. This is mostly a follow up to your new 3DS episode. So I had wanted to buy a new Nintendo console for a few months prior, and almost bought a Wii U back on Black Friday. I grew up as a Nintendo kid and wanted to get back into their exclusive titles. Plus, you guys fanboyed about Nintendo all through last year, <laughs> and it had me thoroughly thirsting for some." I decided to buy a new 3DS XL with some tax return money. I did not pre-order, so after work on that Friday of the release, I called around to the local Best Buys and Targets to see if there were any left. There was only one red 3DS left at the Target that was about 30 minutes away from my house, and they could not hold it for me. I rushed there, arriving about an hour later. With the excitement of a kid on Christmas morning, I was so nervous I had my hopes up to find out that I'd missed buying the last one in town by a few minutes. But thankfully... I was able to buy it and possibly may have broken some other kid's heart that arrived minutes after me. (laughs) I will note that this is the first handheld console I've owned. I played the old DS Lite back in college when a roommate had it, so I was at least familiar. 
First, I agree with Eric that the actual system looks sleek and sexy. I have relatively tiny hands and was worried the XL would be too big for me, but it has been okay. I've had problems with accidentally hitting the power button on my, with my pinky, though. Have any of you had this issue? Fortunately, I did not experience any setup issues, but I also did not have to transfer anything since it was a new account. I've been playing mostly Mario Kart 7, Super Smash Bros., and Zelda Link Between Worlds. I must say, this one might end up being one of my favorite Zelda games. I love the picture concept where Link can merge into walls and surfaces. I'm a nut for puzzles, so I like this added dimension to use when solving levels. I've bought Majora's Mask, but I am waiting to finish Link Between Worlds first. In regards to actual 3D, I find it looks fantastic. However, I cannot play with the 3D on all the way. If I have it on at all, it is maybe 25 to 50%. I get headaches and I find my eyes get tired if I play with a 3D on. I tend to boost the 3D during cutscenes, though, and it looks fantastic. I know Ryan and I was looking forward to playing Monster Hunter 4 and the new Harvest Moon coming out soon. I'll probably probably try both of these titles as well. Overall, I'm glad I went with the 3DS versus the Wii U besides being the cheaper console. I'm enjoying cheaper game prices over the normal $60 we are all so accustomed to now. I'm also enjoying being able to travel with the system to, from my house to Ryan's relatively simply and found an inexpensive case that makes carrying all the little components easy. Thanks for the free content and get out of my feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie in Illinois. Nice. Uh, any issues with pressing the power button while you're playing? No. I have not had that either. And I also haven't had any issues with ejecting the cartridge, Corey. I haven't, I haven't Did you been, try tapping it? No, but... I don't know that I would do that during. Uh, I guess I, I'll, I'll try it tomorrow if I remember. I won't remember. Try it with, yeah, try it. I mean, I don't know if it'll erase your game or anything like that, but just try like <laughs> flicking it with your fingernail just a couple times. Okay. See how much. See how much pressure it takes to actually to have the system think the the game card was ejected. Do it doesn't the, actually eject the game card. Do you cr- like cradle the bottom with your pinky or something? Is that is that how you're? I doing don't remember it? how I discovered that it was very sensitive. Okay. I think I bumped it with a finger, and that's what reset it. Okay. Yeah. It's not something that happens regularly. It doesn't happen as much as me ejecting the cartridge on the the 3DS XL. Okay. When I had that issue, it's not not as bad as that. I just noticed it by mistake, but now that I notice how sensitive sensitive it is, I'm weary. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more careful with it now. Yeah. Uh, the 3D. She said she usually has on between 25 and 50 percent. Uh, pops it on for for cutscenes and stuff. I actually have been playing with the 3D off. I find that if I the way the way I play because of, you know I usually play it during the day when the when the kids are farting around on something. If you are looking up and up from your from your console constantly from from the 3DS constantly and and going back down like I do, mm-hmm. uh, the 3D takes a second to to readjust. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I end up just turning it off because it. it it annoys me to, you know, because I'm constantly looking out for my system for it to, you know, reset itself. So I just, I've been flicking it off. And if I, if I'm sitting down and I, I know I'm able to play like for 20 minutes or whatever without needing to look up for the, from the system, which is not very often, sometimes at night I can do that. Uh, then I'll have the 3D on, but otherwise I, I've just been playing with it off too. Cause it, I don't, I can't even describe what it does. It just looks, it, it, it's all like, it's weird. Yeah. If, it, like I said, if you're, if you're looking up constantly from the system, it's, you know, it, it, that's when, when it becomes an issue. And I don't remember having that issue with the normal 3ds. I don't think I it, did. I don't think it did that for, for me, but I, I, also, I had a, I had ahead, a hard Corey. time getting my eyes to adjust in general to the older one. Yeah. So did I, Corey. 
I think it's a lot I, better than the yeah, that's why I always just turned it off. And now I either have it on all the way or off all the way. Yeah. Most of the time I have it on all the way just because the, the games I've been playing recently, I think, look that much better with it on. Oh, Monster Hunter looks way better with it on. Way mm-hmm. better. Ocarina of Time, too, looks fantastic with it. Okay. Nice. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Oh, she's glad she went with the 3DS over the over the Wii U. Uh, cheaper console, cheaper games. Yeah. It's a good buy, and and it travels easily. Uh, the Wii U has a lot of stuff, which makes it so it's not as easy to travel with because you gotta, you know, you gotta get the system. The obviously the plugs, but it also has the sensor bar and the tablet controller and any other, you know, it's it's a lot of stuff to carry around. So yeah, the I hope 3D- she bought a charger with her new 3DS. I'm sure she did. She said <laughs> she has a case for all the stuff that that goes with it. So I'm assuming that means the probably the game cartridges and and the the charger and whatnot. So. Uh, yeah, so thanks, Valerie. Mm-hmm. Stupid card. All right. Uh, Idaho Jake says, Hey, guys, I got my power supply and video card on Tuesday, and I installed them, and holy shit, Skyrim looks amazing. And then after going through mods and finding the best ones that work for me and work together, Skyrim looks like and plays like I am playing a remastered version of it on the PS4. I love the Xbox One controller because all I had to do was plug it in and bam, it works for all the games pretty easy. I recommend that if you're going back to Skyrim, spend the money to get what you need to run it well on PC or even laptop. It is beautiful, no glitches and load screens that take one to two seconds. Okay, I tried the three free free games that PS4 came out with and I really like Ali Ali 2 and the Counter Spy, but I haven't tried Valiant Hearts. Now, two questions for you guys. Are you guys going to get Rock Band? I am for Xbox One because I heard you get all purchased songs. Uh, and I have tons on my 360. Oh, that's cool. All of your purchased songs transfer yes. over into the new one? Yep. That's I awesome. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, next now, we have new consoles and devices. Which is your favorite controller, past or present? Mm. Uh, well, I think I still like... I either like... I think I like the Nintendo 64 controller the best out of all of them. I was a big fan of the Xbox 360 controller. 360 controller is very, very solid. Yes. But I think I like the PS4 controller the best. Mm-hmm. The DualShock 4 is nice. Yeah. I'm really digging... Right now, I'm really digging my NVIDIA Shield controller, uh, especially if you're doing, like, PC gaming and stuff on it because it's got, you know, it's got the... It's it's on the layout of a Xbox 360 controller with all the buttons and stuff, so it work because the Xbox controllers all work with with PC so easily. You know, all the all the buttons are essentially the same, but it's also got the mouse trackpad on the bottom. It's got a volume rocker on the thing, so I can change the volume on my mm. tablet without having to push the buttons on it. Mm. So I think I'll end up using that on my PC too instead of my 360 controller, which is kind of beat at this point because it's years old run its life yeah it's the my 360 controller didn't last for shit yeah when i for my pc oh that's right i'm uh, yeah you had it one. died pretty quick yeah yeah i've had that one for probably four or five years wow and i've used it quite a bit and the thumbsticks are a little worn but but i think i like the nintendo 64 controller the best that was kind of the first one with the with the joystick on it and a lot of good memories with that controller i like how weird shaped it is Slap the rumble pack on the back. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> throw, an, throw an extra five pounds on it. Yep. This is good stuff. What about you guys? Will, uh, favorite controller? I mean, I really like both the new consoles controllers, but for past ones, I would probably say GameCube and 360. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Why you, Corey? I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. Favorite to use? Yeah. Um, probably the 360, just because it's versatile with my PC. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't really used the PS4 or Xbox One controllers very much. Yeah. I like the PS4 controller minus the bad thumbsticks. Yeah, yeah. those are bad. Which I replaced on mine. With Although Xbox the fucking one. Xbox One thumbsticks, even though they're better, my they're too small. Yeah. My thumbs slip off there all the time. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. I swear it's at the worst times, too, when I'm playing oh, yeah. FIFA. Yeah. Those it's, slip off. and it, It's when you need to connect on something and you slip. Yeah. That's how it works. Yep. Okay, so I think that's it for feedback, right? I kind of liked the big keyboard Xbox controller, the first one. The huge one? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, the I, moon controller? I really like that until I got the Xbox controller S and used that one, especially playing Halo. Like, you mm. realized how slow, how much slower you were using the big controller. So you'd always make new people play with the really huge controller. You play with the smaller, smaller, tighter controller. Sure, but I, you're right. I did like it. It was it was kind of cool. You were playing Tekken on the old PlayStation controllers, oh, where fuck. you tap with your finger, almost like an arcade stick. Yep. I learned that trick from Graham, and that's yeah. why Huarang was so useful because yeah, he was so easy to use and just tapping like circle and X, you just reel off like a six kick combo. And I don't know what the hell I was doing, but it worked. And that's why Graham used to get so mad at me. <laughs> Those controllers, you felt like you could snap it in two mm-hmm. if you put enough pressure. Well, Tito broke one, didn't he? Wasn't wasn't it Tito yeah, that, it was, that broke one? Yeah, because I remember I was surprised because Tito seems so even keel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, even even keel dudes are prone to video game anger. Sure, uh, even me. I all playing Hotline Miami last night. I was swearing up a storm. Really? Oh man, I was. Getting I always frustrated. get a kick out of it when you swear. I'd I'd love to hear that. I don't do it that often. No. I do not swear very much. When but, you said uh, cock hole earlier, I got a good, or dick hole, or whatever it was, <laughs> I, I chuckled it was, to myself. I think it was dick hole. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Corey, question of the week. Last week's question of the week was, you are the CEO of EA. What studio do you buy just to shut it down? And this was inspired by EA shutting down Maxis after its many years in service. Yeah, after probably being the reason Maxis needed to shut down, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, first one's from Travis. If I was made CEO of EA, I would buy Square and close them down. The reason I would do this is because I would then own all their IPs. First thing I would do is completely remake Final Fantasy VII from scratch. The fact that Square hasn't done that is crazy. It's almost like they don't really like money. That's really all I want in life. Well, besides my kids being super successful in life, but I also want a Final Fantasy VII remake very badly. Then I'd green light a 1080p version of Final Fantasy XII. Mm, I like that. Does the PC, is the PC version of Final Fantasy XII 1080p? I think is it is. Is there a PC version? Yeah, I bought it. I bought it in the fall, I think. Or maybe from winter, Steam winter sale. It Final ju- Fantasy XII? Yeah, it just came out on PC not that long ago. Um, I don't know. See, if I've it's been playing the the disc version on my computer, the PlayStation. Oh, the PlayStation disc, PlayStation oh, Two disc. Really? That's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, buy out Square and and take over all their IPs. That's a that's a good way. Good way to go. Remake Final Fantasy Seven. 
Yeah. I think they I, ha- they have to be real careful with Final Fantasy VII. I think I agree. I would love to see a, a, a remaster or remake of that uh, with with modern tech and stuff. But you you have to be careful with that one. That's a beloved beloved game. I think they said when a new Final Fantasy outsells seven is when they do it. That'll never happen. I don't think. I think that was them saying it'll never happen. Maybe without f- saying it. Well, maybe fifteen. Fifteen's getting a 15, lot of build up. It's getting good that, press. That's true. Everybody. I guess uh, a couple of podcasts I was and do got to play it this past week and said it was awesome. Yeah, I wonder if that counts all sales because I just like this I re- is the one. just rebought it on computer. I'm gonna Final get Fantasy it. Seven. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. So many people had that PlayStation console, and Final Fantasy Seven was an was early, the, maybe, yeah. if not a launch title, correct? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was early. Yeah, and that was like all there was to play. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I'd like to see the sales figure because. Just came out on Steam a couple couple years ago. I'm sure they had to sell a few copies on there. And uh, did it come out on something else too? It's um, coming to PS4. Yeah, it right? is. Yep. Oh yeah, because people were mad that it wasn't. Yeah. They felt like Sony was trolling them, yeah. <laughs> or Square was trolling them. Final Fantasy VII sold 9.8 million. That's not that many on the PlayStation. Oh yeah, that's kind of a lot. The next closest that I see, Final Fantasy twelve sold five point two million. Wow, hmm. that's the next closest for, for the PS two. Right. Okay, so that's a fair amount of copies. I wonder if they're uh, along those lines. If they're saying something has to outsell Final Fantasy seven, if, if if they mean all the copies sold to date, or if just back on the on the the PS one. Pretty lofty goal. That was a lofty goal <laughs> to get that. Yeah, like I said, I I I would love to see that too, but they really really have to be careful with that one. If they if they screw that up, they're going to get a lot of hate. Could you imagine? No, that would be they quite, could only get hate. That, I feel like that would be quite the shit storm. Just I leave think. It alone. <laughs> yeah, leave it. Yeah, that might, actually, that, that might be something better to just let it be. Yeah. Uh, I played I played briefly on PC. It wasn't – I bought it through the Square Enix store. I haven't played the one I, I bought on Steam. It was, Before it came out on Steam, I bought it from the Square Enix store. And it had nothing but problems with it, by the way, um, with with all, all their account garbage and stuff that they were, they were, they were doing. Um, and, yeah, like it really looks old and feels old, but after you play it for like an hour, you don't even think about it anymore. That was my experience, too. Yeah, you you don't notice. You just get used to the the older graphics and stuff. So, good stuff. Because they're bad. Yeah, yeah, shockingly bad. Because <laughs> that was like the game for graphics then. Yeah. Then you go back to it. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. This does not hold up well. Oof. But then, like I said, you forget about it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty quickly. So, uh, Idaho Jake says I might try and shut down Ubisoft, but I would keep the studio that makes Far Cry. And I might go after the people who made Thief. Hmm. Thief was Idos, right? Yeah, they also did uh, Deus Ex. Yeah, that was Squeenix, not Ubisoft, right? Who? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was published by Square Enix. Yeah, that did Thief and yes. and Deus Ex. Mm-hmm. Human Revolution was Squeenix. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep keep Far Cry, but close everything else down. That was the same thing I thought. Oh, is you, anybody going to play Rogue? Nope. No. 
thinking about maybe getting it. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. It's supposed to be good because it's like a, like Black Flag. It's on my wish <laughs> Which, list. Yeah. Uh, I have Black Flag on PC that I got when I bought my, my graphics card last year that I, I keep meaning to go back to. I oh, want to go back to it. I fucking love that game. Yeah. We, should, we should split it. Rogue? Rogue? Yeah. How much is it? I, you know what? I don't think that's a game you can share. What? Be- oh. Because it because of Uplay. Yeah, uh, you're right, Dan. I don't. I any. Well, I could give you my Uplay account. That's a pain because then I won't be able to log back into mine. Really? I don't know what my stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything with like third party uh, uh, DRM. You know, oh if you God. Use Steam and home streaming for, or Steam family sharing rather. Good thing you brought that up before we did that yeah <laughs> that would have been a nice surprise <laughs> would, i'd have been very mad funny for onlookers <laughs> stupid ubisoft <laughs> uh Derek in chicago i would shut down the developer king who put out candy crush saga i looked through their list of other games just in case this one was an obnoxious fluke but i don't think the world would be missing out on much without them <laughs> Derek, i couldn't have said that better myself uh, I hadn't thought of them as one that I would buy and close down, but that's exactly who I would buy and close down. Because not only there's they have Candy Crush Saga, but they have five or six other Saga games that are exactly like Candy Crush Saga um, that are just – it's throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> and the nerve of them to go and sue the Banner Saga. They threatened to – well, they threatened to, to sue Banner Saga because they were trying to trademark the word Saga – in video games like the <laughs> I first, hope they burn i do too uh, like they they went p- like pu- public they're an ipo now and i guess their stock was just tanking big good the fuckers yeah well them and what's the other big mobile one zynga zynga zynga, zynga is downhill too. whatever well, happened to our zynga pitches <laughs> oh we gotta revive that yeah that was Reboot. That doesn't work. Clever. Well, they don't have any. They don't have any anybody of talent working for them. They they copied Candy Crush Saga from a couple other games. They adapted it. Uh, they made something popular, um, but they're like no one plays those games for more than I. Uh, Candy Crush Saga is still popular, but uh, you know, once the next best thing comes in, they're they're just going to tank because they they can't make anything interesting. You know. Well, they can have talent. Um, and the way they do that is by just paying people out the wazoo. Right. But they can't do that if they keep losing money. Right. But, but I, that's what I, they tried to do is they they were just poaching talent. That's what Zynga was doing, right? Yeah, yeah. But th- that didn't help them, right? Nope. Because ultimate, nope. u- ultimately, well, what, what was Zynga's big game? Oh, they they copy games from other people too. Weren't yeah, they the Wordsworth friends. friends? Yeah. And then they bought Yeah, that was the premise of Zynga pitches. <laughs> And then they bought uh, the draw something people or so, MG Pop. So yeah, your whole your whole company strategy is to copy someone else's game. You know, uh, it's like a part- way shittier Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah, you're right, kind of. Right. Um, I guess King <laughs> King and Zingo were the first two that popped in my head oh, with this one. King, blah, blah. At least at least Zynga has. Like a couple different game types, but all of King games are the same thing. Essentially, they have Farm Hero Saga Candy. It's the same thing. It's horrible. Farm Hero, it's, yeah. It's, it's, and Zynga has <laughs> Castleville and and Chefville and Farmville. 
I know, but at least they have words with friends, which is a different type of, you know, they have, I would even consider playing words with friends. I would never. Can you guys uh, just give Will a minute to download Farm Hero? <laughs> Are you downloading Farm Hero Saga right now? Uh <laughs> It's got a pretty good rating. I'm sure it does. Four and a half yeah, stars. because there's a lot of housewives out there that are just nuts deep in it. Over 2,000 reviews. That's it's not true, that. Eric. I I know very well a woman, uh, a Long Island woman, uh, stay-at-home mom who spends a lot of money on these kind of games. Perfect example. People are insane. Uh, we, we did a contest at work. The person that raised the most money for this charity won an iPad. So she, she won her iPad today. And first thing she says, oh, this will be way better to play Candy Crush on than my iPhone. <laughs> what? And they try to like, justify Just, just give like, me that. It's like, well, <laughs> why, do you, why do you do that? And then she'll say, like, well, I mean, I could, I could wait or I could just, you know, spend a couple bucks and do it now. And I was like, yeah, but to what end? Yeah, but why do you need to do it now? <laughs> like, Don't know. Go do something else. Uh, but. I don't know. It's just weird because I can never put myself in that place where I could understand what they're trying to explain to me. Yeah. I just don't yeah. get it. I mean, and yeah. you, you and to tr- them, it makes perfect sense. You try to be empathetic and understand, like, you know, the, like you said, their their situation and why they would spend. I, I, I don't I, try. I, I can't do it. I cannot envision a scenario where play something else, you know. There's a million of those stupid free-to-play mobile games. Just play something else while you're waiting for your Candy Crush time to re-up or whatever. Tiny Tower. Yeah, I've been playing Tiny Tower. South Park has a perfect episode on mobile games. Uh, You should watch it if you you have any interest in the gaming industry. I've seen that one. Because it's perfect. Do you guys want to hear the name of King's Games? Yeah. Pyramid Solitaire Saga, (laughs) Diamond Digger Saga, (laughs) Papa Pear Saga, Bubble Witch Saga... Bubble Witch Saga 2. Yeah, I think those are all like Candy Crush Saga. Farm Heroes Saga, Pet Rescue Saga, Candy Crush Soda Saga, Candy Crush Saga. There's a lot of, uh... There's a lot of sagas. I think Banner Saga should sue the shit out of them. Yeah, really. (laughs) It's insane. But anyway, that was a a little tangent we went on. But I, I hate mobile gaming. With a freaking passion, and I know I shouldn't because there is some good stuff out there, but it's stu- that's it's, why it's stuff like King and and Zynga that ruin it for me. You hate mobile games, yeah, I do. The only ones Not I like are gaming. the the ones that I like are the generally the ones that are ported from other things. Like like Har- I, Hearthstone is is good, probably the best mobile game you'll get. You know, uh, the, I like the Room. I don't know if that was ported, but it's. It, I think it's on computer now. But I think it was originally uh, mobile. Yeah. But in that, it's mostly crap. I played one called uh, Leo's Fortune that I liked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for the most part, Dan, I get one, and I uninstall it within ten minutes. Yeah. Most of them aren't, aren't worth playing. They're boring. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Funkmaster Beat. In Bergen, Norway, says I buy Sega and finally put Sonic the Hedgehog to rest. <laughs> it's sad, but someone has to put Sonic out of his misery. <laughs> it should have been done years ago while we still felt good about the series. It's also, true. since I already own Sega at this point, I'd put all that Battlefield and Dragon Age money into full blown sequels of Shenmue and Jet Set Radio. It would probably bankrupt EA too, but I wouldn't be too bothered, actually. That's interesting. 
Shenmue. I would love to see another Shenmue game. I really like my my brief time with Shenmue too. I never played it. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. It was a very cool game. It was like uh like a lot like Sleeping Dogs. Oh, oh, okay. But probably not quite as refined as Sleeping Dogs. It was like an early Sleeping Dogs. It was on original Xbox. Okay. Um, it was good stuff. It had the good hand to hand combat and kind of open open world. I seem uh, to remember a lot of mini games. Mm, yeah, that up. it's vague. I mean, it we're talking. Uh, when did I have probably 10 years ago more than 10 years ago probably 12 years ago when I had that on Xbox uh, Jet Set Radio I played a little Jet Set Radio never played that one either it always looked interesting yeah I like the it, I think it had like cel shaded graphics and stuff yeah something like that it was very cool looking uh, but I agree I feel bad for Sonic the Hedgehog I don't I don't do you think they'll be able to ever revive no. Sonic Sonic's, like he said, he's got to be put to bed. Yeah. I could see a future for Sonic in other games like uh, Smash Brothers, stuff was, like that. I was just going to say that. But Has there been another example of a, a character who was sort of beaten to the ground and then revived? Well, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. I don't know that uh, Sonic has the range, though, that Tomb Raider has, you know? That's true, but I mean... People are always going to look back fondly on Sonic. I think all it will take is one good game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they have to do it right, though. I never really got Sonic, personally. I I liked the old Genesis, original Genesis Sonic games. They were cool. Uh, But other than that, like, I haven't had any interest in playing a Sonic game after that. Yeah. So. Will's too young. Poor Sonic. (laughs) Uh, I've Isn't heard Sonic and Smash. Yeah, Sonic isn't Smash. I heard the, the his only decent outing. <laughs> Sonic. That's what he's best in. <laughs> I I heard that the most recent St- Sonic All Star Racing game was really good, and a lot of people like it better than Mario Kart, which I say bullshit. Um, I think they're just people trying to get attention. Those are, yeah, those are the people who want to hate on Mario Kart. Yeah, uh, but it's still supposed to be like a, a pretty good racing game, I guess. But I I didn't play it. So. on the Wii U? I think so, yeah. Because I think that's where people are like, oh, it's better than Mario Kart. Me, me, me. Bullshit. Now I need to test it. And, no, you don't. It's not better than Mario Kart, I can <laughs> tell you that. Anyway, uh, Corey, what's your answer to the question of the week? Um, It's not a very good answer, nor is it ever for me. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm pretty... There's not too many things I think are wrong in gaming, but I guess the one I would go to would be um, EA and what it does with sports games. That's the one thing where I'm just like, that's just not, Corey, that's not right. you can't shut my FIFA down. I don't want to shut it down, but I want, I don't know, it, they, it needs they, to be changed. Like, yeah. that's, it's not right to come out with a $60 game every year for each of those sports and not... Support it. the other ones. Are we talking about ones. shutting down or changing? Well, the question was for shutting down. I would like to change it, but that's the only thing I can think of that I'm like that. That needs to stop. Shut, so you're saying shutting down the current uh, yeah. business model of releasing a whoever's new, in charge of doing that. Yeah, new sports game every year <laughs> in the hopes that somebody else would do it better. Okay. What 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 would you like to see specifically? 
don't know. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Just yeah. maybe, uh, maybe you sign up for a subscription or something that gets it for you every year. And Updated rosters. Yeah, or just, you know, one game for two years even, and they just keep supporting it for those two years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like a, do a, like you said, do a, do a game every every two, maybe three years. Have like a 5 or $10 roster update before the season starts. Yeah. I think that would work. It's just this cycle of they'll come out with something and, you know, the next year they'll add some more features, the next year they'll add some more features, and then the third or fourth year they'll make a big change to the physics or something and then rip out all those features that they had just so they can add them again in the next game. Yeah. And it's just oh, that cycle over and over you again. You mean NHL 15? Yeah. I was an idiot. <laughs> you picked that one up, didn't you? Will? That's, the, that's <laughs> the one I decided to re-enter with. Yeah. I just It's not right. No, you're right. They need uh, they need some competition in there. Two K needs to make NHL games again and NFL games. And that's all it would take. That's, that's why that's... I had the idea for the women's uh, the women's football league um, for somebody to have a license with that league and make a game and you know has a little bit of charm because it's like the women's football league, but they could make an awesome football game out of it. Yeah. I mean, my favorite football game in years was the two K five. It's a great game. Yeah, it wasn't. It was only twenty bucks too when it came yep. out. Yep, which was crazy. Eddie George, unstoppable in that game. Yes, he was. And you Air, know what happened Air the next McNair. year? Yep. Yeah, got the exclusive license and shut and, it down. And still have it. Yep. It's too bad, bastards. What about baseball? Is, it, is 2K still doing a baseball game, or is it just MLB The Show now? Um, MLB The Show is the big one. I know that there's going to be RBI baseball. Oh, okay. I don't know who makes that, but it's not on par. Yeah. Not much baseball going around. No, uh, baseball doesn't translate that well to, no. to video games anymore. Baseball stars did it, right? So did Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. Oh, Griffey Jr. ball was great. Yes, it was. That's yeah, a, baseball's uh, the arcadier ones. I think are more fun. Probably the best way to go about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how fun was like NFL Blitz? Yeah, oh, an yeah. NBA Street. And at least with soccer, they have the Pro Evo. That that they have that that floating around in the yep. background. Like obviously, it's not as popular as FIFA, but it's there. FIFA Street was really good too. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, yeah, so you got some options there, but yeah. yeah, there's not any options with the other ones. Yeah, but MLB show still seems to be pretty good every year. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're into the baseball stuff, but right. Okay, what about you, Will? Who did you shut down? As I said, my first two thoughts were Zynga and King. I also don't like Rockstar games at all. That's a very unpopular one, but I would I don't don't like their games. Yeah, I'd and be it, all right with that, and I'd be at a pure hatred despite closing them down yeah sorry rockstar <laughs> i know your people but that's it for me okay be rockstar what are you eric uh my thought was ubisoft like jake yeah the studio that does assassin's I creed take assassin's creed down that was my that was my initial thought too until uh until king was brought up and that would definitely Although, be my choice i'm over. pretty butthurt about halo master chief collection oh 343 maybe Maybe three four three needs to be brought down a notch uh-huh. or completely <laughs> cancel Halo Five outright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Okay, three four three, <laughs> three four three, getting shut. Fuckers. Down. 
Yeah, that's frustrating. Yep. Just to, to kill Master Chief or to give it to someone else? No. Just be done with it. I'm sick of it. No more Halo? I'm not interested. Halo 5 sucked. That's too bad. Not interested. Yep. 343, three, you're all fired. You blew it. Yep. You, you, had it, you had it by the cojones and you blew it. They had it by more than the cojones, Dan. They were up there. They were up the urethra, just a right hold of it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Corey, what's the question of the week for next week? Uh, so I recently watched Groundhog Day, which I pretty much do every month, uh, at least. It's <laughs> <Nice. That's> a <laughs> great movie. It is a great movie. I, I think it's made its way into my top ten, maybe top five it's movies respectable. of all time. Corey, I'd like a list of your top ten movies. I'd have to rethink it. Yeah. I mean, it used to be movies like Braveheart and... I forget what else was up there, but you know, like those action yeah. stuff. But I think it's it's changed quite a bit. If you ever uh, bored one day, I'll think about it. All right, I'll think about it. Um, and it got me thinking: if your life was like a video game, in that you could respawn if you died, uh, and you'd get infinite tries at something you failed at, what would your day be like? How would you live? Oh man, that's oof, that's thought provoking. Okay. It's a good one. It is a good one. I'm going to have to revisit that later. I'm going to have to write down my thoughts on that one. I'm not just going to be able to come up with something Yeah, I know. I'm just going to make sure that <laughs> did I hear that again between now and next week. We'll try and tweet out the question of the week. Well, it's yeah. always up, uh, thumbstickathletes.com slash QOTW. Yeah, but the tweeting will remind us that we have to think about uh, it. You know? Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's a good one. That is a good one. Okay. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter feed is twitter.com slash tsathletes or at capital T, capital S, athletes. Uh, our website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. Our question of the week thing is on the side there. Uh, there's a little little banner like someplace on the right-hand side that you can submit your your question of the week answers or thumbstickathletes.com slash QOTW. Right, Corey? Yes. Uh, we need intros for the episodes. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 607-527-0547. You can leave us a voicemail that way, or you can record one on your own and email it to us at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. So, uh, thanks again, Miguel, for last week's intro. That was awesome. Did we have Uh, one for this week? No. I don't believe so. I wanted to pull some, uh, Hotline Miami footage like i did for dying light but i don't think there is any voiceover no there's trailers. no voiceover just uh the awesome music fucking yeah. great music it's really good music uh yeah next week's episode possibly on codename steam but i th- don't think so i because i think i'm the only one getting it so i'll probably just talk about it and what we played and we'll come up with a different episode topic for next week so, that'll do it for episode 190 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. <laughs> <laughs>